What the hell is even that? People, 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 welcome back to Live from the 715. I'm your host, Big Daddy, along with my co-host, Hollow. How y'all doing? Got a lot of feedback on our lighters. Our Live from the 715 Bix. We did pick a winner. Congratulations to her. Jill. Congratulations. And, uh, yeah, we might uh, have to make a few more if more people ask about them. But we're going to give out a couple of them if you see us and we like you <laughs> and you're a listener. Yeah. I told Bobby, I flipped him one, and he's like, oh, cool. He's like, where do you even get that? I'm like, Spotify, Apple Podcast, everywhere you fucking listen to. I'm like, you son of a bitch. You've been liking our Facebook page but not listening to our podcast? Then he um, he got it on his Apple iTunes, and he's like, guys got 37 episodes already? I'm like, yeah, son of a bitch. We're doing big things. He's <laughs> like, cool. We've been around since the pandemic. Yeah. <clears throat> We've been doing this for a fucking year. Holy shit. Oh, no, we did not longer than that. I think the first one we did was probably. Yeah, but I mean continually. Oh, continue. oh yeah. Remember when we took a little uh, break because yeah, the bars like opened up? Yeah, a year and a half break. <laughs> <laughs> the bars open back up. We're like, ah, we ain't got time. <clears throat> but then we got older and wiser. No, nah, just sick of the fucking bar scene. Yeah, it's weird that there's not like a younger crowd that frequents the bar like we did when we were in our. That's 20s. one thing that I have noticed that you don't really see that, except for like the lumberyard. But even at the lumberyard, you <clears throat> three fourths of the people there are not from around here. Yeah, that is weird too. But I mean, like, go out. To any of the bars in Bondwell or any in the area, I don't see a bunch of 20-something-year-olds getting stupid drunk like we used to. <laughs> no, it's all the 50, 60-year-olds getting stupid drunk. Yeah, I know, but that's making me think maybe I should never buy a bar because it's gonna age, my, my customer base is going to age out unless those 20-somethings become alcoholics. What you would want, I mean, in a way, because they're the ones that would spend the money. Well, yeah. That's what you, you know. I'm just saying... I don't know that I've seen a group of 20-year-olds at a bar since summer. And even then, I mean, if you go out on any Friday or Saturday night, I don't see, unless it's like a bachelor party or some crap coming in with a bus. Yeah. Nobody gets rowdy like we used to. I don't like it. We're all showing our age. And yeah, I don't want to buy a bar if I'm not going to have any customers. Yeah. I got I to gotta do all the fucking stupid tricks to kids that was done to me when I was 21. It's just not happening. It's just not like it used to be. <clears throat> so if anybody has any ideas on that, where the fuck are the young folks? Are they all at home playing fucking Dungeons video and games? Dragons? Oh, yeah, video games. Probably another one, yeah. There's actually people that I know that are in a relationship. Uh, there's some girls that I know that are in a relationship with uh, guys who are big gamers. And they've said that they go to their house and just watch their boyfriend play video games all night long, like Call of Duty and shit like that. Yeah, but they like it? <laughs> well, obviously, they're still with them. Well, that doesn't mean anything. Women are weak. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> How the fuck could you sit in a room and watch somebody else I have play no video idea. games and be like in a relationship with them? Yeah. Jesus Christ, ladies, go out. There'll be whatever guy in the bar, single or not, he'll ogle you for a little bit. Should make you feel good. I thought, you know, communication might be a big, huge thing, too. Not right now. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. She's on, She's just on my case. Shut up. Okay. Oh, I'm, doing, <laughs> I'm glad I never got into that shit. We did that that one time. Remember when um, 
it was during the pandemic. Well, yeah, when we, we all uh, thought we were gonna die. Yeah, and then uh, you uh, borrowed uh, Dino's PlayStation Four, and then we uh, had MLB the Show. And we, me and you, we uh, home run derby. Home run derby. We just talked to each other through the uh, voice chat thing that they have, whatever the headphones. Yeah, but I specifically bought that shit just because yeah. the pandemic yeah. happened, exactly. and we were on lockdown for like a month and a half because of the dumb governor. Yeah, but. <clears throat> It's not like I, even if I had one today, like if somebody's like, here, you want a free PlayStation 5, I'd check it out, but then I'd be like. Started, yeah, the the interest would start, or would you would start lacking the interest in it. Yeah, but these kids don't. That's no. why I don't get, like I have to get out of the house and go like see human beings with flesh and bones. More on the flesh. I got the bone. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't understand it. So if anybody knows where all these kids are hiding. Are they getting in relationships earlier? Or are they just putting diesel and gasoline into bonfires? Yep, that's that's what that's what they do. That's what they do. You're the worst. <laughs> it's just No, I <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I can't I can't uh bounce anything off of you. You just accept it. You're supposed to yes and. It's called fucking never mind. Yes and? You make me so angry sometimes. <laughs> yes, ending is, for those of you who don't know, in comedy, you build upon what somebody else says. Like, when you're ripping on each other, you go step by step until you're like, ah, oh, we ran out of shit to <laughs> bust balls about. You're the worst. Yep. You just go, ha yep. And I'm like, god damn it, Holly. You're supposed to say something so I can think of something while you're talking to say back. All right. Got any bad news? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's make this a five-minute episode. <laughs> All of a sudden, our, our listenership goes up to like 350. Yeah. <laughs> Great show, guys. A, Keep it up. Yeah. Less is more. Yeah. I'm all about that. <laughs> Let's just <laughs> slam these beers, play Comedian of the Week, and not even talk. <laughs> well, that, yeah. Just do the opening. <clears throat> Do the bad news already pre-recorded. Yeah. <laughs> Do the com- comedian of the week. Slam one drink and we're out of here. Yep, and then just pretend we opened a foil pack and we'll just both <laughs> yell Brett Favre. Oh, which I actually, uh, fuck, I forgot. It. But anyway, no. I was, okay. <laughs> was kind of doing what uh, Eminem song says, cleaning up my closet, my walk-in closet. And he didn't mean that literally. I he know he didn't. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, I found on top of my top shelf. I was like, what the hell is this? And I went, I pulled it down, and here was a card book of sports cards. And I don't remember, and it must have been when I first moved into my apartment. I must have just put it up there and never saw the light of day again. And I decided to look through. There's probably about three or 400 cards in there, maybe even 500. Brett Favre rookie cards are in there. Yeah. Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. A Barry Sanders rookie card. Yeah. Um, and many, many other great legendary Sterling or uh, Sterling Sharp rookie card. We'll see what uh, Screamin' O has to say about that. He'll be like, yeah, you got about $5 worth of shit here. Well, I already looked at the, because uh, the uh, Brett Favre one was the NFL Pro Set Platinum. And right now, if it, if you were to be, if it were to get graded at uh, nine or above, the card's worth $50. And you'd get offered twenty, from, probably from a dealer because that's how they make money. Yep, because their overhead 
they buy something for a quarter of what it's worth and sell it for 75% of what it's worth. Right. So just in case anybody is out there like, I should look at my cards. This one's worth $100. That's if it's graded and if it went to auction. If you go to a sports card dealer, he'll give you 20 bucks, And maybe 10 if it's not graded. Because he's going to go through all this stuff to get it actually graded mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah. Well, that's why a lot of those sports guy, or sports collectibles guys get the license to grade themselves so they can cut out the middleman. Yeah. Which is why I want to ask that dude if he's doing it or if he's... So thinks- how do they go about... I mean, do they have to like go through like a certain kind of class, you would assume, or I mean... Does well, it just have- like around here where you have guys that score bucks, antlers, Yeah, there's a system and a checkoff sheet and measurements and like they have a T-square for the corners. If the corner is bent, how bent is it? And... Is it, you know, they put, uh, <clears throat> you remember those projectors in school that they'd put the little plastic, uh, God damn it. That machine with the light showing up and yep. it would point on the wall. What the fuck was that thing Transparency called? Transparency paper. It was like, uh, yeah, yeah plastic. Yeah. Anyway, you had these slides except they were on transparent paper with black lettering. Anyway, they've got a machine like that that has the measurements already on the thing to see if it's centered or not if the image is centered and they have little for each, uh, like they probably have a 87 tops because it's got a certain design on it and center it. Um, you know, and then it's off by this much. Well, that downgrades it by 0.25 on the scale. So it takes a, I've seen people do it with comics, like in front, you can grade a comic book in about five minutes. Because they're looking at the staples, they're looking at if, uh, like the oil on your fingers, if there's, if you read it real tight with the, your thumbs on the pages, your, the grease on your thumbs will leave a thumbprint. So that's why those nerds will, uh, actually read their comic books with white gloves. Well, isn't there, uh. I can't remember if it's the Prince of Saudi or something like that. He's got like a vault, and there's like uh, the first ever. There's eight women. <laughs> yeah. And they're all just sitting there guarding his comic book, but he's got like the first ever. Dressed like slave Princess Leia. I can't remember if it's a Superman or if it's a Spider Man one, but it's like. No, fu- the, the first action <clears throat> comics with Superman in it is like Action Comics number 43 or something like oh, okay. that. It's. The most expensive comic. Yeah, it was like five point three million. It's probably more than that. It's oh, the most expensive comic that's ever went at auction, and I'm pretty sure it went north of ten million dollars because it was flawless. And then at the time, it was only ten cents. Yep. Is that just amazing? No. Because <laughs> I remember when I first got my license, gas was ninety nine cents a gallon. Yeah. In my 1984 Oldsmobile. Oh. Oldsmobile Delta 88. That the boat. Boat of a car. I slept in the back seat because it was like a love seat. It was that big and cushy. It was, had that weird deep brown fabric. Like everything in the 70s had this deep brown look. Yep. Like plush brown and everybody had fucking dark brown wood paneling in their houses. Kind of like that over there by the steps. Yep. It was that deep colored brown, and it's just like, I don't know, felt very 70s in that thing, even though it was an 84. But uh, It felt safe in it, too. I mean, no matter <clears> what, you, that thing was indestructible. <laughs> it was a tank. <laughs> Holy shit. 
and got like 12 miles to the gallon. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that thing. I wish I still had it. I blew a head gasket. What was your first car? Uh, my first one was a uh, 80, I think it was, a, yeah, 85 S10 Blazer. Uh, yep. Huh. And funny what story about what that. Color? It was a gray and blue. So, like, the main color was gray and it had, like, blue striping. Oh, that blue, big, thick stripe across the side? Yeah. Or the, towards uh, the bottom? On the side. Yep, on the yeah. bottom. Yeah, towards the bottom. Like the bottom door mm-hmm. panel? Yeah. I remember those design. And the, I, I got a funny story about that is uh, I only had it for, like, six months. It only had, when I bought it, it only had 88,000 miles on it. So, you figure I got my license in 96. So, yeah. So, I mean, it was an 11-year-old vehicle at the time. And <laughs> within... Three months or four months, transmission went out. Ah, but the weird thing was is so we went to Wisconsin Dells and I took it along with me, and my In sister, yeah, and my sister and her friend, she had she had a Monte Carlo, and on the way back from Wisconsin Dells, she says to me the the other girl she goes, hey, you can take my if you want to take my vehicle back. And she's like, uh, we got to go pick up something. We want to know if we can use your blazer. I said, yeah, that's fine. And got back got back here into town. And probably about a half hour later, I get a call. Luckily, just right outside of town is when my vehicle's transmission went out. From Wisconsin How'd they call Dells. you? Huh? How'd they call you? Did we have cell phones back then? Yeah, uh, she had a bag phone. No shit. Yep. I'll be damned. She had I a bag phone. Were, I thought those were for the... Super rich. Yep. Nope. Well, she did have a Monte Carlo, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> she she had a Monte. Yep. So yeah, and then after that, that's when I ended up getting the Olds. Then the Oldsmobile. You remember? I that? remember that was like the sports car the GM would push was the Monte Carlo because that's what they raced with. Yep. But I don't know. They looked like there was a Trans Am that Pontiac made that they tried making it kind of look like the Trans Am, but they failed because the Trans Am kind of sucked anyway. I don't know the '90s sport or late '90s, early 2000s sports cars sucked. Yeah, they did. The only is when they brought back the Mustang, the five volt, like the late '90s, where they redesigned it so it looked like a cool sports car again, but it was still had that rounded front. I remember one. There's a guy who owns a business, and his son was kind of a douche, and he left his Mustang out at my party, one of my parties. And I had to drive his car back because he was too scared to come get it because he started a fight in the field behind my parents' house. And that thing was so fucking fun to drive. (laughs) Holy shit. I mean, because, well, the guy who, his daddy was a very rich man that run a dealership of sorts. So this was a fucking high-end custom Mustang. I think it was like a 98 or no, this would have happened in like 20 or two, 2002, so it was probably a 2000 or a 2001. It doesn't matter. It was just fun to drive. I almost got in an accident. I was driving in the moose yards, <laughs> going around turns oh. like I was rally <coughs> RC Pro-Am racing. Yep. And uh, I took a corner and like a dump truck was in front of me. So I had to slam on the brakes, and then there was another truck coming, but um, and it was a bigger truck, like a not a full size dump truck, but a a work truck of sorts. 
And as I'm slowed down, I'm like, fuck it. And I let off the brake and hammered down on the accelerator and all the... No, I, I mean, it kicked out a little bit, but then I let off the gas until I straightened out and I punched it again. And holy fuck, that thing took off. I was like, whoo, my dick just got hard. Uh, it was like an electric blue, like that, uh, kind of like that blue on that yep. sign over there. That was a fucking nice car. The kid was a douchebag, though. <laughs> I even remember when they would always, well, you remember back in the 80s, they would have. There was three cars that always looked like they had the same body style, and it was the uh, Monte Carlo, um, the Pontiac Grand Prix, and the Buick Regal. Yeah. They all looked like they had the same body, and they all had the same stock. What was it, 305 or 350? 350, I think. Yeah, I think so. But, I mean, those were some big engines. I mean, now now these days, you know, that, but... I mean to have those kind of size engines, and those were considered family cars at the time. My parents, family. My sedan. mom had my mom had one when we were young. There were so many Pontiac Grand Prix around. Yep. I think what helped was because there was a the Pontiac dealership here in town, so a lot of people here in town. Were, no, I mean everywhere well, you ever yeah. went, there was so many Grand Prix because it was affordable and it was a nice looking fucking car. Yep. Pontiac should have never went out of business. No, I hope that... they bring them back. There was a guy down in Florida making. Uh, he was taking Camaro bodies and then making them, making them into uh, sort of vintage-looking GTOs. They were the most beautiful fucking cars because they were all modern yep. Camaro body and engine. With what do they got? The it's not a Dodge's got the Hellcat, Ford's got the Coyote, and I think Chevy just has like Z whatever, yeah, Z five hundred or whatever. But anyway, they put drop one of those fucking engines in, so it's a meaty sports car, but then they designed the front end to look like an old school bow tie uh, GTO or a Pontiac uh, Le Mans or Tempest with a big square front yep. with the bow tie coming in, and then they put the badging on it like the old uh, Pontiacs and GTOs, all the GTO emblems. They redesigned them because they can make them out of 3D printing now. Take a guess at what one of those cost you. 150000 You're close. 180 Fuck. 175 to 180 depending on if you wanted, like, the GTO Judge or, like, the classic 60s-looking GTO. or They had one other. Co- oh, they were making uh, the Bandit Trans Am. Really? Smokey and the Bandit? Yep. They had a hole. Oh, that was fucking beautiful, too. I'll show you that sometime. Uh, well, or you can look it up online. Uh, just go, I don't know, custom GTOs, modern Camaro body. You'll figure it out, listeners. Um, oh, yeah, Halloween happened. Halloween did happen. What did you do? Did you dress up? I did not dress up. You just DJed and got the fist fucking out of there, huh? Yep. There was about 250 people at the bar. You showed me, like, one snap, but I didn't see... Any sexy lady outfits? Yeah, there wasn't really. That but I'm m- just, I'm just holding you to your. Oh, I see all these hot women. Nope. I never get any snaps. No, there wasn't really. Uh, the only good one you ever sent me was that girl who was whew, twerking her ass off. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you saved those. I hope I did save them. Good because I want to see them. Again. <laughs> Can you just send them to did me? Did you send them to Robert? 
Um, well, I think gotta, I just sent it to you, actually. Oh, we got to show Robert. Yeah. Especially since his birthday's coming up. His and he, birthday is coming up and, next uh, Friday. This isn't a official bad news story, but he's got some <laughs> damage going on. I'm afraid I've got some damage control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he told us he hit a deer, but we didn't know how bad. But today he sent a screenshot of his uh, estimate. It was like $9,700. Yep. I'm like, holy fuck. They're just fleecing the insurance company because he said he only has a $500 deductible. Yeah. <clears throat> and he's like, oh, I'll probably get a loaner. I'm like, settle for nothing less than a Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> or Jeep, uh, the Hellcat. Oh, the Hellcat? Uh, engine. In, they make one in a, in a Jeep, like his Jeep, but it's called like the Trailhawk. It's got that fucking Hemi 900 hell, or 700 Hellcat engine. That is just engine fucking it. ridiculous. I've seen videos of the guys in the Trailhawks, and, and I mean, you can literally dukes a hazard yourself <laughs> over a fucking bridge with that thing. You it's just dukes flying. a hazard yourself right through the fucking <laughs> vehicle. It looks pretty impressive when it's like in those, not sand dunes, but those big dirt tracks that they oh, make yep. with the, but they're professional drivers too. So if you go out there, you'll kill yourself. Easily. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anything cool happened during uh, the uh, Halloween party? Well, I was, no, everybody just had a really good time. I saw a lot of people. No that, fights? No. Last my, year was there was a fight? Last there? year there was a fight. I was actually, uh, I'm, I hate when there's fight. I'm, I'm way past that shit. I know, but it's material to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but oh, it, it was actually Kind of funny watching some of our friends throw nonstop money into the machines and not pay out a single dime. Oh, while you were DJing. I'm going to say it was probably around the $2,000 area, maybe twenty-five to three grand. we will leave names. Yeah, we're not going to say names, but we're just going to say that one of the guys there, he was playing four machines at one time. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing was is uh, so three of the machines he was playing, you have to manually hit the start button. But on the bigger one, you actually have an autoplay where it'll just yeah. do it itself. And uh, so he had people like uh, that we know, they were kind of sitting by the machines that he was playing. He went out to have a cigarette, comes back, and he's got like this, you know, I uh, can't believe I'm losing all this money. And I said, hey, Quit said, uh, you know that your machine right there is, uh, it's been waiting about three minutes now. I says, you hit the bonus. And it's just stuck on the bonus. And it was the... Uh, uh, King Kong? No, it wasn't Pirates? the King Kong. Uh, it was not the Pirates. NASCAR? No, it was the train. Okay. The, oh, the railroad uh, one. The Western. Yeah, so you had to pick the crates. Yeah. Yep. And so it just like sat there waiting for somebody to pick because, you know, mm-hmm. so then he got all excited and, but really didn't get nothing out of it. So, womp, womp. so I, uh, between them going to uh, Good Vibes and Lumberyard that day, <laughs> they put a lot of money in those machines. Yuck. I'd never play a machine. <laughs> Wait a minute. What did you do last Friday and last Saturday? <laughs> well, I stopped at Double Vision on my way home out of the woods from hunting because Robert and Dino said to meet him for one, and I had to sign in anyway. So I did. Oh, yeah, but before that, Thursday night, didn't we talk about that? Friday night, yeah, because right before No, we... but I won it Thursday night. Was it Thursday? I thought it was Friday night. Yeah, it was Friday night because you and Robert went there before we did our podcast last Friday. Oh, yeah. I was going to stop Thursday, but it was packed, and I figured somebody would want it. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Friday after work, 
before I went home, I stopped in just to sign in and check it out there, and I won the jackpot. What was it? Like, 960 some you said? Yep, something like that. And then Saturday. Saturday, I came out of the woods and went down, uh, met those guys for a drink and a little smoky smoke. And they were playing machines, playing machines. I was like, I ain't playing machines. So I stuck 20 in, and it led to 40, and it led to 60. But then I won 100, so I was up 20 bucks. So now I got 20 bucks to play with. So Insightful, I go man, the way he thinks. So I go up to the big machine. You know, the casino-style one. And I started playing the Buffaloes. I'm down to my last two, uh, 250 I was betting a buck and a buck and a quarter. So I'm like, fuck it. Changed my bet to $2.50. Hit the bonus on the Buffaloes. And when they hit, like every time there's a Buffalo head, you got to pick one of them. And it'll either expand the screen or it'll give you some money or... Well, I picked one that said Fire Wheel, and it brought up a whole different game with, like, a Wheel of Fortune wheel on it, and it just had, like, numbers on it with the X after it, so, like, two times whatever I bet, 250. Uh, four times, eight times, ten times, and then there was a hundred times. That'd just be nuts. And so the very first spin, you just hit spin and whatever you land on, say it's times five. All right, well, you just won, what is that? 15 bucks something like that and then you have to spin again but that 15 turned into a collect triangle so meaning if you landed on it again you'd collect so you keep spinning until you land on a collect so i spin once twice three times four times five times six times i got like six collects on this out of like 10 or 12 I'm like, oh, it's going to go out this time. Nope. Times 16 or whatever. And then there's only two triangles left, like a times four and a times 100. And I'm like, well, here we go. It's no way it's hitting the fucking 100. Boom. Spin to hit the 100. Then I'm like, well, I'm not going to get all of them. Fucking hit the times four. So now the la- it's the last spin because all of them are collect. But you could land on the times 100 again and get another 250 bucks. I didn't. I got like the times 14 on the very last. But total was 500 and some bucks. So, yeah, 1,400 in two days ain't bad. Sounds like a good, you know, not bad for uh Has not, been in a couple never will be's. Not for non-work days. Well, I mean, there was work day, but. Now I get to go see my buddy Ben and he can fix my brakes on my truck and my steering. <laughs> yeah. And I'll still owe him money. <laughs> But I did tuck 400 away for Robert's birthday. Oh, that's good. So that'll pay for a meal and a, at least two lap dances. Because <laughs> that's what we're going to be doing next Friday. Well, I got to talk to him, make sure Oh yeah, he's going to go. But, I mean, he should. I can drive if need be. Paul said he would go. He would drive us. He's going to go to the after party? Uh, to the El Stripo Club. He had no yeah, problem with that when it. I said that. <laughs> yep, that's how they say it in Mexico, El Stripo Club. I mean, he could just, you know, sit you're, there and talk to the stripper fluid. and uh, try to sell sell her meat. I got some steaks in the back. You want some? Oh, I thought you... Oh, man. You need to rephrase <laughs> your sentences, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Phrasing. Phrasing. Um, no, he'll just tell her a story about hitchhiking in the 70s. Ah, uh, And yes. she'll just be all chin in the hands like, oh, tell me more. Yeah. <laughs> 
So there I was taking LSD. And he'll be like, all right, I'll tell you another story. Buy me a Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. That's the first time I ever seen a stripper buy a guy a drink. <laughs> Actually, that happened to me one time. So oh, yeah? I feel pretty. I'm a, I've, my 20s, I was an astute strip club. Uh, what do you would Aficionado? Yes. I guess you'd say. Although I only went to a few, I just frequented them, so I became friends with everybody. They were good times, but then they shut the frontier down. I guess her her daughter is thinking about opening up, but thinking about and doing a, anything about it is a lot yeah, different thing. That is true. But uh, yeah, so I can't wait for Robert's birthday to go to Brown's Corner in Peshtigo. But uh, Halloween is also my father's birthday, so we went out in Appleton, Wisconsin, uh, to George's Steakhouse. I was only there once before. And I guess they had a fire there, and they remodeled, but it looks looks pretty vintage, yet like, vintage like it used to. Yeah, because you want to talk about like uh, if you think back, like nostalgia about like uh, gangsters in the twenties and thirties, like Sands Casino <clears throat> kind of. No, nah, I'm thinking more like Little Bohemia or like okay. uh, like a, a speakeasy. That's what this place would remind you of. Everything's like old wood, like the the back bar has got this weird chandelier with a woman dancing inside of it with like cascading lights crisscross. It's really cool. Big mirror on the back bar displaying all the goodies. And the bartender was really cool too. She was, she said she comes up in this area quite a bit. I didn't get her phone number. I was with my parents. Leave me alone. Um, Oh, that's right. You were with your parents. So you can't use your Mac daddy skills. So... At the end, so when you walk in, it's there's like a, a coat room. How many places do you know that has a coat room Not a anymore? Lot. So it was that old school, like where somebody would be standing behind a podium, like a coat check girl. Um, so that's uh, that's picturesque when you walk in, and then you walk into the bar area, and the bar is probably, I want to say, thirty feet long. But it wraps around at the end, and inside where the bar wraps around is a grand piano. So if you sat down there, I guess like two times a week they have a live piano player in there singing Billy Joel or Neil Diamond or some shit. And But when you sit at the bar, your drink is basically on top of the piano while you're sitting down. So I'm like, that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. <clears throat> and there's a couple tables in there, bar height tables with bar stools oh, i'm going through <laughs> there it is again <clears throat> yeah well i'm smoking a little bit of and i thought it'd be cool to just go down there when they have a live piano player and fucking sip on martinis or some shit or manhattans while a guy plays piano man <clears throat> but then you uh the food there was fucking fantastic the only thing they didn't have to make and it's not labeled a supper club it's labeled as a steakhouse but this is an old school, vintage jam, fucking steakhouse, man. I fucking loved it. Uh, <clears throat> when you walk into the back dining area, it's like, you know, every movie you've ever seen, where it's like old wood tables and low lighting. There wasn't any booths, but, or no, there was booths. Never mind. Check that off the list. Now it gets a nine point two five. Um. <clears throat> You get cheese spread and 
liver pate with crackers before anything comes. That's all seated at, or that's at the table? Yeah, at the table. And then they bring it in like a course meal. Like you get a soup, salad, uh, something else, and then your entree. Oh, the crackers and everything on the table first. So I think my mom and dad both got the tenderloin with shrimp, and I got the tenderloin with scallops. I ordered mine rare, and it came out a bit, you know, more towards medium rare, but that's great because that's what I expected. Um, Now, fucking scallops were goddamn awesome. And I think I had American fries with it, and my parents had baked potato because they're boring. And, but they had the candle, real candle, on the table with the exact fucking candles that I always have talked about. The red candle with the white netting outside of it, and the real candle in the middle. Because I picked it up, I'm like, it's probably not even a real candle. Lifted it up as a real flame, I'm like, fuck yeah, plus nine. And the only thing it didn't have was a salad bar. Their drinks were fucking great. Uh, the service was immaculate. The food was great. The ambiance was off the fucking charts. If it was on our list, definitely would be a 9.5 in my book. If they had a salad bar, it would have been a 10. Then obviously you make it a 10. There's no other, there's no need to go do another one because you've already. They didn't have a salad bar though. Yeah. So it's not a 10. Yeah. They had a salad bar. <laughs> yeah, and all of a sudden, all the, next week, people are going to go there and be like, when did you get the Man, salad bar? Man, they got the best salad bar I've ever been to. Be like, be like did... God damn it, we got to stop. I, I don't want to go anywhere else to eat, out to eat ever again. <laughs> and people will be like, yeah, we went to George's before. There was no salad bar, but now there is. Well, they heard something about on from live from the 715. Some stupid podcast by a couple of drunk idiots in the basement. We're like Dave Portnoy, where we end up changing the, uh, changing the game instead of for uh supper club we, we we start a supper cl- club craze around the around the country <laughs> we just sit outside so instead the- of like everybody that has these little stupid fucking wisconsin supper club books and shit we like we make this national and we got a fucking supper club best in every state book that's what how we- you like me now motherfucker well hopefully that'll happen to- after tonight when we win the uh, powerball Dude, if we win the Powerball, this podcast is over. <laughs> I'm not fucking... No. I'm deleting all my social media. I'll create it new with a different name and yep. new people. But yeah, forget about listening to us if we win the Powerball. Yeah, you won't see me at all. By the way, if we were to win in that group, my first text is, you tell fucking nobody. And when yep. I say nobody, I mean not even your own parents. Yep. Until we get this shit figured out. Because as soon as we claim it, we have no anonymity. We're all going to have to disappear for a few months for it to blow over. We'll come back for the Super Bowl, motherfuckers. <laughs> we come back for the Super Bowl. Or we'll go to the Super Bowl. I was going to say, yeah, we go to the Super Bowl. Because as soon as you win that much money, you got a target on your back. Yep. For every scammer, that's why Dini will go broke in two years. <laughs> uh, Some hot lady or two or three. Well, that's why the we'll last skim one skim all of them, dude. <laughs> that's why that last one. Remember, they they didn't come. They didn't finally decide to uh, collect their well, not collect their weddings, but they wanted to get all that stuff in order, like with lawyers and shit like that. I mean, it was over three months or something like that before they decided to. Well, you have ninety days to claim it. Yeah. So. But yeah, we would. I would just be like, I know everybody's excited. 
shut the fuck up. You haven't got anything in your pocket yet. And then I'd be like, I would suggest we all go to my financial advisor in Milwaukee, uh, Baird Financial, uh, because they're a fiduciary company, which means they don't take gambles like those New York uh, hedge fund where you can make 20% return, but you also might lose it all because they literally gamble with your money. They don't have your best interests in mind. That's what fiduciary means for all you financial non-speaking financial people out there look at me talk i got all the words um fiduciary means not a douche no it means uh you know (laughs) how a a doctor takes uh uh, what is it habeas corpus the the where you will do no wrong type yep oath the same thing is equal if you're a fiduciary financial institute you don't even if you think it's going to be a great opportunity uh, if the risk is too much, you don't do it because you've got me, the customer, in mind for not losing money. Yeah. Um, but it's not like they don't have great returns. I mean, one time I look because when I left my old job, I rolled my four hundred one k into an IRA, and then I mean, I was getting like a twelve percent return at one point. I think fourteen was the highest, which is fucking. 14% on like $80,000. That's pretty goddamn yep. good. Of course, I lost all that thanks to the economy. Yep. Fuck faces. But I'll get it back. Because um, I'm still young, motherfucker. Till May. Um, <clears throat> then I joined the 40 Club with you faggots. Yep. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, we don't say shit. And then we get our shit together. Decide what, you know, everybody plan out what they want to do with it. I would suggest investing most of it so you can just keep making interest and take out as you want. Um, But everybody can do whatever the fuck they want. It's just when we claim it, we all have a plan to disappear for a couple months. We can either go someplace together or it's going to be hard for Robert, but... (laughs) He's going to be be in town yet. (laughs) Well, he'll have to. Because you know he doesn't like to roam far from home. Oh yeah, even when he does win it, he's yeah, he's not uh, he's not going past Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> he might go to Lansdale. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, I was, I was gonna travel. I went to uh, Door County. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, you and all the other cherry yuppies. He's a regular at Gino's Hilltop Steakhouse. Yeah, he buys us all drinks. Big fish, small pond. Get it? Um. <laughs> But you probably won't hear from me for quite a while. I would let everybody forget about it. And actually, I was talking to my mom like before you came over for the podcast. She goes, uh, I'd collect it during the election because <laughs> nobody's going to be talking about you. That's true. Claim it the day after the election so everybody's bitching about the election and not, uh, not looking at uh, anybody that claimed the lottery. But that sucks in Wisconsin. You don't have any anonymity. Like a lot of other states, they don't reveal your name. They don't to reveal the it. Because yep. if you win this much money, every scammer in the country is gunning for you. Yep. Because they're like, is this guy gullible or not? I would, if we won like in the group, I'd have to, I I wouldn't, I'd be like, Dino, I'm going to be your proprietor, or what do they call that? Uh, like Britney Spears' dad, a concert. Oh, um. God damn it. 
Not a concierge. Not, uh, uh, consigliere. No. <laughs> not, not consigliere. Are you watching The Godfather? I am. Uh, consigliere. Consigliere. Robert Duvall. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, a conservative-ish. God damn it. Conservator of ship. That's the it. conservator yeah. of yes. her fortune. That's what we need to do to Kind Dino. of like the guardian in, of... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, like a legal guardian except for your finances and well-being. Yep. We'd have to do that to Dino because he's just going to gamble it away and a couple women are going to come scam him out of all his money. I love you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I know you do, baby. Can I get another hundred grand? Mm, sure, you can. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> you you going to come over tonight? Well, I don't know. I got to work. Oh. Oh, I, I can come out if you want me to. <laughs> nah, baby, I don't want you at the strip club. Okay, fine. I'll I'll, I'll be at the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hundreds of machines. Hundreds yeah. of machines. Fuck. So, yeah, we'd have to uh, watch out for our friends. Yep. Make sure they don't lo- have the lottery curse where you're broken in five years. Because you would have quit your job. You're probably going to be in no condition to get another job. So uh, make that shit last. I know you can't take it with you, but you could try extending your life and having just a good time and not a fucking hookers and blow time for two years. So the old wisdom over here, the sage wisdom of Big Daddy is trying to save all of my friends from their Powerball winnings that they're not going to get. <laughs> <laughs> I got to look at that Browns corner, though, because I've seen you might have to get some reservations. I will double check. And we'll give you all, well, if we're going to go on Friday night, we'll yep. probably have the podcast Saturday because yep. Sunday we're doing, unless we do it Su- early. Sunday we're doing uh, having a Packer party. At the old Wayne's place. Yep. I went and got the, got the hot dogs. hundred. I got 110 hot dogs. What the fuck? Is Joey Chestnut coming? Well, there's going <laughs> to be a lot of people that are coming. Yeah, as you can tell, by, I talked to... Tyler and all them last night, so Colin and Olimar too as well. Colin's like, I'm sorry, I kind of... Who? Colin. He's like, yeah, he's like, I'm sorry, I forgot to to respond. He's like, I was at work because I got a thank you card for their wedding. I think I did too. Yeah, so and I sent them... I don't remember. Sent them a snap and I said, you guys rock. No, I rock. Z. I rock Z. My sister had one of those, (laughs) speaking of cars. Anyway, uh... So, yeah, if we did it the day after, we could talk about our exploits for Robert's birthday on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. We'll see how that goes. Um, What the fuck was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, yeah, right before you came, I was, I've been, I got into this show, I fell asleep to it last night. It's on Amazon Prime called The Devil's Hour. I thought it was a movie. Turns out it's a series, so now I got like eight fucking more hours to watch this. But so I rewound from what I remember to last night. Like, you know, you recognize the yep. scenes while you're. So I've got like 20 minutes into it. It's an hour long show. Holy shit, did it twist and turn in the last like 10 minutes? And now I want to watch the rest of it. I want to binge it tonight. So it, I think the characters are British. But if you like like cerebral, weird, like could be supernatural i don't know what's happening yet in this thing that's why i want to fucking watch the next episode it's one of those things if you ever read a book i mean and you get through a chapter you don't put it down because you're like god damn it i gotta fucking find out what happened next right um that's what i felt just 15 minutes before you showed up because i was like god damn 
it ended on this weird like possible i don't know supernatural serial killer but it's not like filmed stupidly like that it's not filmed like uh like the show supernatural or one of you know there's no comedy in it but it's it i don't know it just keeps you like what the fuck is going on here there's four different stories going on at the same time uh one girl's a social worker who sort of gets these flashes of uh what was that show with Christopher Walken uh or medium or uh he was he could tell the future like he would get flashes of uh what's going to happen to this person in the future it was back in the 80s yeah anyway uh this woman she's a social worker so when she's talking to like battered women or you know kids who come from broken homes she sees these weird flashes she doesn't know what they are but then like She's trying, trying to she's trying to get together. This, yeah, so I don't want to spoil anything, but she she helps people and then a horrible thing keeps flashing in her mind when she sees this woman and she's trying to get her out of this abusive relationship. So she sees these flashes of these horrific scenes, but she doesn't know what they mean and then <clears throat> you find out what they mean at the end of the episode. But long story short, is it a season? Yeah, so I'm only on the first episode. And, it, and I'm assuming it just came out then. Yeah, 2022 is what it says. But it's a British show, so all the characters are British. Yeah. Um, But it's not overly British, if you know what I mean. It's not yeah. like fucking Downton Abbey or those. This is, this is a pretty gritty show. So I'm looking forward to what might happen next. It's the first show I've been excited about in a long time just because I didn't hear nothing about it. Didn't know what it was about at all. The description when you read like what it's about doesn't make much sense. But the guy on the screenshot for the plate looked creepy, like uh, almost like uh, Ted Kaczynski without oh, a beard. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like he's sort of tall and slim, and he's just got this dead stare in his eyes. But he's in like a prison uh, jumpsuit, yeah. like a red prison jumpsuit. So I'm like, I gotta see what this is about. So I just started watching it. It was fucking great. Wow. I'm thinking I'm gonna drop Hulu for HBO for the winter. Because there's a shit ton of stuff I want to see on well, HBO. There, yeah. Um, we've um, had... Uh, I've been watching a lot of Westworld now. Isn't that the fucking best? It is. That first season was the unbelievable. The first season was... Yeah. But then the second season was... What the fuck's going on too? I yep. didn't see season three, so don't tell me oh, about it. I'm, I'm not gonna... on. I'm not on that yet. Okay. So. So I gotta get HBO this winter. Yeah. And the only reason why I like we got it with our direct TV stream, but uh, I'll 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 keep it. I'll I'll pay the extra for it because I even see uh, November seventeenth only on HBO Max is uh, the reboot. Well, I wouldn't say a reboot, but it's the second christmas story but with the original oh yeah i saw i thought they were gonna put that on uh hbo max it's on yeah but i thought they were gonna run it the thanksgiving holiday november 17th is when it but i thought like they were gonna do it on tbs or some because they have them they were advertising a marathon of christmas story and then the christmas story story or whatever the fuck it's called the new one yep back to back the whole day I don't know if they're going to do that on Christmas or on Thanksgiving. or I could I, see them do it on Christmas. But it, what I'm saying is it's not going to be just on HBO Max. It's going to be simulcast somewhere else, too. Oh. Because I saw the ad on YouTube TV Okay. Uh, when I was watching Raw the other night, which sucked. <clears throat> um, 
Crown Jewel is on tomorrow. Crown Jewel is tomorrow morning, 11 o'clock. What are you doing tomorrow? I've got to get, like, some shit done. Yeah. Get I'm it done before not... 11. <laughs> get it done before 11. It's supposed to be shitty all day tomorrow anyway. Yeah, we'll get some. I'll make some breakfast burritos and we'll make some Bloody Marys and watch fucking Crown Jewel. Yeah, let's see know. if Iran bombs them. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> yeah, the, so Saudi is like in like big tension heated with Iran, with, with Iran. and they're like the secu- uh, what do they call that? The terror level or uh, security yep. level went up like two spikes. Yep, like almost like a DEFCON five went to a DEFCON three. <clears throat> like imminent missile strikes almost that's what that means and they're playing in the capital in Riyadh Riyadh in Saudi Arabia so you would think that's going to be the place that gets hit first um yeah, all these wrestlers are over there because the Saudi prince pays a shit ton of money to the WWE for them to come over once or twice a year um but yeah because it's over there it starts at 11 a.m here on a Saturday instead of Sunday at six. Yeah, I'm so glad because at first we were planning on going to the Badger game tomorrow, uh, two weeks ago, and uh, thank God we're not because uh, you know how shitty this weather's supposed to be, windy and rainy. Suck too. Yeah, <laughs> but they already canceled their uh, in Madison. They already canceled. They call it Badgerville. It's a big tailgate party where everybody's you <coughs> yeah, know on Mif- Mifflin Street. Yep, and they canceled that already because of the weather. So I wouldn't be surprised if there ain't going to be nobody at the game. <clears throat> oh, there'll be drunk chicks and guys. Yeah. I, I follow this account on our Instagram called Wisco Chicks, oh. and it's about chicks at <laughs> UW-Madison. Holy shit, there's some good ones. It's like, I think they have like, uh, what's it called? Uh, on Thursdays they have, or Tuesdays or Thursdays, they have Tinder Tuesday, and they show all the the girls who run the account. Mm-hmm. Show all the Tinder messages she gets, <laughs> and oh my god, some of them are fucking hilarious. Because it's like, hey, what's up? And then they'll say something, and they'll say another thing, and because the girl didn't respond, like you can see the timestamps, it was only like an hour. He's like, hey, what's up? You up? What? You don't want to talk to me? Why don't you go fuck yourself, you stupid <laughs> bitch? <laughs> it's like. <laughs> You can see the read receipt on those. It's like right. she didn't even read it yet. And she's like, holy shit, psycho. That's what a lot. I mean, even in relationships, you see that. Why Why aren't you answering my text? Like, what, are you with another guy? You're pretty insecure, bud. Yep. And yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah. She is with another guy. Your suspicions were true the whole time. <laughs> now he turns into a Pizzagate conspiracy theory. Because <laughs> <clears throat> you were right the one time about that cheating bitch. Sits there and just drinks away his pain <coughs> until he wakes up the next morning and does it all over again. Man, I love these torch vape things. Yeah, how's that going? It's a for little, little harsh because I'm not used to smoking. Uh, this Delta Eight. That's the uh, same one yet from two weeks ago, right? Three weeks ago. Dude, I read the thing. And you get at least three hundred puffs out of it. So this is a torch, trippy gorilla sativa, and uh, it does the trick, bud. It's it's great. About, How many puffs do you do on average well, day? Well, when it was fresh, yeah, like three puffs for me and Robert both. Like I think I took another one like a half hour after I took the first three. I think the first time or was when we went to Washington Inn. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. And I was feeling great. <laughs> I'm walking on sunshine or a cloud <laughs> of some <laughs> short. 
So now it takes about ten puffs. But, okay. Um, I don't know if it gets weaker as it sits in there. Yeah. Or if I need to heat it up more because there is a heating option. I don't know. I don't know shit about resin, man. Um, but yeah, these things are the tits. I think I'm gonna get give one of these as a gift along with some other stuff that you're gonna chip in for. Gift basket. We should put like a double sided dildo in it or something too, just to just to fuck with them. With our logo. Yeah. <laughs> Laser print our logo. And then on the it. funny thing is, is what it will do is like sober. <laughs> Live back. from seven one five. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. And what it is is we're back to back on the logo, right? But it opens up right, be, makes it look like we're breaking up to. <laughs> no, we'd print that on the front of a pocket pussy and give it to him. <laughs> that way he's always, always thinking of us. When he's always thinking of us. us. <laughs> but no, these Torch brand uh, vapes are the shit. I got them at that A to Z tobacco. Yeah. I guess they just opened up another shop. They're, shop, they're starting to get uh, pretty big. But uh, I'm going to get two when I go by, the, by there next time. Oh. I got to try their green crack or their uh, sour diesel. See, it's always a kind of interesting, like, the names that they have for these. Yeah. You know. AK-47. <laughs> Suicide bomber. <laughs> Black bomber. Whoa, hey. Unibomber. Yeah. <clears throat> Brown Afghan- bomber. It's like, what? Afghan- Does that mean I'm going to shit my pants? Afghan delight. What? <laughs> Northern lights. Blue dream is like, supposed to be So, the like, best. if you had to think of one name that you would have that, you, that would never be, but, you know, what would you name one? If you had, they told you, okay, we're giving you. A strain to name? Yeah. Steelcock. Is a really good one. Um, I, <laughs> I mean, I, just so I could hear somebody at a dispensary be like, can I get a eighth of the steel cock? <laughs> um, what would be a good name for a cannabis strain? Uh, listeners, you can uh, email us at live from 715 at gmail. Yeah, give us your thoughts. What would you call it? Or any of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at LiveFrom715. We know you're looking at it. Yeah. Just like us. Subscribe. All that shit. Um, Trying to think. Oh, I would would market it to the football crowd. Okay. And call it Kickoff Kush. Nice. And I'd have Pat McAfee be my (laughs) spokesman. (laughs) <laughs> Can you just because he's a big dork and he likes cannabis and yeah. he's a kicker so kick off kush and then uh they'd kick him off espn <laughs> because they're disney owned and you can't be related to cannabis that's the devil's lettuce <clears throat> but that would be my idea that's not for bad. uh kick for off the, kush kick off kush for the nfl and ncaa crowd for all those college kids are you kicking kicking kidding me <laughs> could you imagine kick there it off is that's kush? that's the that's the logo that's the the motto for it kick off kush are you kicking me <laughs> yeah fuck that's good <laughs> look at put it on a t-shirt yep. <laughs> start puffing enough and next thing you know you think you're getting kicked man this that is... would no that would be the strain for steelcock would be one puffs enough <laughs> i'd make it really fucking strong <laughs> And yeah, <laughs> I would fucking sell it as a blunt and crush up some Viagra in it. So, 
<laughs> You'd be Steelcock. Fucking we're rock, here, rock hard buzz. We're here live at Camp Randall, <laughs> 70,000 strong with jumper on. Everybody's got a <laughs> bruise in their lower back. Or, Everybody's or all upper, jumping around. You in just, the back of their neck because everybody's jumping. And, ow. The, ow. <laughs> the earthquake fuck. Richter scale actually went up another two points <laughs> with this new kickoff cush. No, it was steel cock. Steel cock would oh, have the uh, Viagra yes. okay. pounded yes. into it. Pounded into it? Get it? Yep. Um, yeah, that's what I'd call it. It'd be great. You got any bad news? I do have bad news. Well, I'm going to take it. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Allison, you just came out of nowhere with you have the bad news, so I had to go to my <coughs> fucking story. Well, I did see somebody stole some more catalytic converters off of steel, oh, I the saw school that. buses. Yep. So the catalytic bandits are at it again. Oh, shit. Never mind. I do. Ha- I have two of them. Oh, good. I Because I always try to make sure I send the messages. Well, as you know, what's going on right now is everybody's all getting ready for the big election coming up this Tuesday. And people all over, if you've noticed on whether it be Facebook or Twitter or whatever, people are taking pictures of their ballots. Okay. Well, this happened in Port Washington, Wisconsin, where a Wisconsin man accused of posting his marked election ballot on social media has now been charged with a felony that carries possible incarceration if he's convicted with what a prosecutor calls a test case. So what he so he took a picture of his ballot before he submitted it. Right. With it filled out and took a picture and posted it on Facebook. Yep. Paul, okay. So that's illegal? Yeah. Paul Buzzle. 52 of Mequon appeared in the Ozaki County. <laughs> what? Did you hear that on the mic? Yeah, I did. <laughs> All right. Uh, Paul Buzzle, 52 of Mequon, appeared in the Ozaki County Court Circuit Court Monday where a judge found probable cause to proceed with the case and set a $500 signature bond. According to a criminal complaint, Buzzle, a Mequon Thienesville school board member. <laughs> Say that again. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, posted a photo of a completed April ballot. Oh, this was back in April uh, uh-huh. on his Facebook page. It resulted in voter fraud that charges can last a maximum of three and a half years behind bars and up to a $10,000 fine upon so how conviction. How is it voter fraud? Yeah, I have no idea. You could say it's a test case, the uh, district attorney said. The best thing that could come out of this would be an appellant decision. Uh, what? Uh, Spell it out. <laughs> appellate. What? I can't. Like appeal? Uh, yeah, appealant. But they didn't say appeal though. It says appeal it. Spell it so I can. A P P E L L A T E. Appellant. Appell. But there's no N. There's appellate. Appellate. There's yeah. no N in it. No. Appellate decision as to whether it violates the First Amendment or not. So it turns out there has been no contradicting court rulings in other states following the 2016 election. I have no idea. Yeah, what well, I mean, if you but, can if you can tell somebody what you right. voted for, you just can't show them. I have no idea. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot. It of sense. It doesn't make a sense. It just said that Buzzle stated that his understanding was that it was not illegal to post a photo of a ballot with his name on it. The complaint said stated. Oh, it didn't have his name on. Yeah, but a well, preliminary who puts their name on a ballot. Yeah, a preliminary hearing has been scheduled for December fifteenth for him. So, if I was a judge, I'd be like, get the <clears throat> fuck out of here. Yeah. I mean, it's there's murders and rapists. We got a lot of them since the pandemic, right? We got a lot. Of, we got enough. A lot of fentanyl dealers to deal with. No shit. <laughs> 
So anyway, uh, this other one, a man from Green Bay could be looking at decades in prison after he was charged with multiple counts of stealing from his parents and breaking into their home. Decades? Yeah. Must be quite the... Go ahead. Uh, according to a criminal complaint <laughs> obtained by local 549-year-old Scott Garrett, is facing six charges after he allegedly broke into his parents' home and stole blank checks. Garrett or Jarrett? Garrett. That's a uh, yeah, yeah. letter Kenny joke yep, for all yep. you. All right, go ahead. Uh, on October 2nd, or October 22nd, around 4.30 p.m., an officer was sent to the residence uh, for a reported theft that happened. The woman said that she just got home and said that her son stole her checks from her and her husband and from her and her husband and cashed them at a bank. It was believed that it was around $1,300 that was taken. The officer spoke to both parents, who are reportedly 76 and 75 years old in age. Was she hanging out with the guy from last week yeah. who was stealing oh, from his? Yeah. thirteen Or no, the... The schoolgirl from last week yeah. that stole from her that was given it to class grandparents thirteen thousand that was yeah and they, she's going to prison forever yep. if this guy's going they're trying her out yeah and they're they're trying her as an adult so are they yeah I thought she was only like 14. fourteen yeah they're gonna try her as an adult yeah well that's fucking stupid five of those checks you know that... how dumb I was at fourteen <clears throat> well did you uh I'll well I'll t- tell you about all right another keep one. going about this um, guy and his five fucking... of those five of the or uh, sorry um they said that Scott. Must have gone into the residence without permission and obviously took six blank checks. Five of those checks were then cashed after Scott allegedly forged one of his parents' signatures. Just like back in high school. Yes, I same thing. I I forged my parents' signature. Oh, I did I, all the detention time too. slips. Detention slips. Oh, oh yeah. no, I I had them because I I was absent-minded and forgot to take home like permission slips for oh, okay stuff, and I was just like, ah, eh, whatever. Well, I I had the ones where it was detention slips and the parents had. I was a it. good kid, Hollow. Wow. <laughs> and then this is the funny thing. So, uh, you know, you do it the first time, think you're getting away. Well, see, this is how the school was reacting to it. We're gonna whatever, and we know that this kid's gonna get in trouble again or whatever. And then here, once you know, me and a couple other guys, we you know started you know started a little ruckus, got detention, and then my parents had to sign it. I forged it again, and then. During class, they called my parents, and they made me stay after school. My parents came to the school and just my the principal at the times like I'm gonna let you guys take care of this right in front. Yeah, and just watch my parents just unload on me. You should have been a better forager. I realize not that. forager, forger, <laughs> not, not foraging <laughs> for berries. Yeah, and mushrooms. <laughs> um, forger. Yeah, you could have been like Leonardo DiCaprio and Catch Me If You Can. Catch Me If You Can. Great movie. Um, so yeah, uh, so he's got that all going on and, um, he stole a lot. Plus he stole the credit card too. So he's going to get identity theft. He's going to get yep. breaking and entering trespassing. So on um, each count, uh, probably one, because two. they're over 70, there's a thing called, uh, it gets added on to any sentence. It's like, uh, misuse or treatment of an elderly person. Yep. So a breaking and entering on an elderly person is twice the sentence of a regular. Yep, that's what, exactly what you were right, because it says it can be increased up by six years due to the victim being an elder person. Yep. So with everything that, whatever, it could be up to 24 years on certain, uh, on a, a few of them. Look at and, me with the big brain over here knowing all about law. 16 years <laughs> and on another one. So right there you're looking at 38 years. Yeah. Or no, 32 years, I'm sorry. And he's what? Uh, oh. 50... He was 50. Yeah, he's going to die yeah. in prison. Yep. <laughs> now did not keep your butthole tight. <laughs> hey, Peter, man. 
Watch out for your cornhole, bud. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, when we were talking about before about uh, being tried as an adult, I saw that uh, just on the news, too, there was that, that uh, hit-and-run um, accident that happened last week, and they couldn't find what happened because one of the, the there was a passenger that was in the car passed away. And suppose they have the – I saw the video. They had it on the news. This vehicle came through Mason and I believe it was military – Oh yeah, yeah, I heard. It was like 105 it. miles an hour. They hit another car. Yep. And the person that was in the car in the back seat was killed. Well, the girl, I guess, came forward at the hospital because she had a broken arm, but she's only 15 years old, and they're already trying her. They're 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 trying her as an adult. So that needs to be changed. Because when I was 15, when anybody was 15, yep. you're a fucking dumb child. You're not an adult till you're like fucking twenty, right? And even then, you're still dumb. You aren't really an adult till you've been through some shit, which can be thirty-five for some people, yeah. or seventy, because we all know those people who've never had an obstacle and they're just a cunt, and then they're the cunty old guy that you know, you know, yeah, or woman. I like calling guys cunts; it confuses them. <laughs> Well, I mean, hey, now, you fucking cunt. Well, I mean, like, huh, me? No, there's a lot of guys that want to be considered women, all right? So you calling them cunts is just more or less saying they were always a woman, hollow. Yeah, you just didn't know it. <laughs> Especially if you go to Thailand, watch out for those Bangkok ones. You know what, dude? Sometimes you gotta throw the dice. <laughs> <laughs> when I win the Shit. Powerball, you can find me in Thailand. <laughs> Pattaya or Bangkok? Hey, has anybody seen uh, Big Daddy? Sorry, Bangkok's got him now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and none of us are going to search for him. We're like, fuck it, Bangkok's got him. We ain't going there. Um, but anyway. Uh, Actually, they treat the uh, expats pretty good. Yeah. Um, Unless you're a fucking dumb, drunk asshole. Yeah. Then, I mean, there's... Those, if you don't pay, if you walk out on a check there, you get your ass beat in the street. Ew, easy, there's videos know. of it on YouTube. It's great. All these British guys, because it's a big British for some reason. Mm-hmm. It's a huge British vacation destination for, you know, single old guys who can't get pussy anywhere else. Right. I'm just going to be the American guy who can't get pussy who goes over there. <laughs> so, but British dudes, first you have, you can't understand them when they're sober. But then you get a bunch of drinks in them, and then they fucking slur that already fucking gobbledygook that comes out of their mouth. But they'll just walk out of a bar, and what they do for, like, every drink, they'll... It looks like a dice cup with a receipt in it, and that's for the drinks you ordered. You bring that up to the bar and pay it before you leave. Well, these fucking drunkies just leave the cup there where they were sitting and walk out, and then four little Asian dudes who know karate fucking fuck you up in the street, (laughs) and four little Jackie Chans go... With bamboo sticks. Go monkey style on your ass. And uh, then you go to jail because the, the police are always like, eh, eh, fuck this guy, yep. stupid Brit. But uh, if you mind your manners, you can have a fun time. I've seen it. It's, yeah. So maybe I'll go there for two months after I win the lottery. Although I'd have to go whenever it's winter because in the summer it gets like, 100 degrees, and it's stickier than fucking Florida. They got, yeah, I see that they actually have on all the street corners, they have those uh, mist, and they have mist and fans yeah. everywhere to try to keep the 
<laughs> next to the power poles that have a thousand <laughs> yeah. lines into it. Oh, yeah, that scares me. Yeah. But it'd be a cool place to go. I would need my uh, Google Translate turned on so I could negotiate and barter a good price for a hand job. <coughs> and then it turns out that you actually paid more than what the, actually the, the price was then. 1,000 baht? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, come on, American boy. You bring American money? <laughs> no, you have to get bot, B-A-H-T. That's what they use over there. Yeah. Well, send them to the ATM to get some more bot. So we, uh, you know, we always have this thing, you know, bad news. But I have a good news story. Uh, well, I'm afraid I've got some, some good news. Oh, I'm afraid I've got some breaking news. Uh, so you heard about the uh, Wisconsin women's national or the volleyball team all posting topless, right? Well, I heard they were dancing and twerking naked, and yes, I have the vi- I have the the picture. Oh, just a picture. I I know a guy who's got the video. But He's got a, the video. Oh. There's been a uh, a pretty good internet crackdown where you you have to go to like a Discord yeah. group or something to find them now. Because I tried finding them on Reddit, which is usually where you can find all yep. the filth, and uh, you couldn't find anything on there. Not that I searched for it or anything. <laughs> But I saw one picture that had the like stars on the nipples, and I was just like, yeah, that's the picture I saw. And I'm just like, big fucking deal. Wait, let me see it again. <laughs> Sorry, my hand shakes when I masturbate. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I mean. Pretty nice looking. Hold on, let me zoom in on this black chick. Yeah. Oh, my God, those are fucking. Holy shit. Yeah. The girl next to her, she's got some. Give that girl a contract. Now, if you look all the way to, if you be your left, you know, see how everybody just lifted up their shirt, but she's like, screw it, I'm going all the way oh, up. Oh, she went uh, Belle Biv DeVoe yep. with the hands on the hips. And I mean, some of these girls should be proud of themselves. They should. Or thank their mothers. Yes. Um. Wow. So. And good job getting it. Holy shit, this girl in the back. Yeah, that tall girl? That blonde? No, the girl next to her. Oh. She's got, she looks like Charlotte Flair. She's got abs and they look like fake tits, but they're not. It's just that she's got pecs for a girl. Yeah. Which is not that sexy to me. But the girl next to her has some big old milk bags. Congratulations. Good for you. There's three girls in here with some, four girls in here with some class A tits. Yeah. Congratulations. So Scooby. anyway, then what ended up happening is that ended up surfacing then like it was all on news outlets and stuff like that. Well, what happened was is two weeks, I think it was two weeks ago. Why don't they just start an OnlyFans? I know, right. So two weeks ago, the... They'd literally pay for their college in one week. Oh, you're coming to get it? Well, so I don't jerk story. off to it? Well, no, because like... So the I good would. News, the good news was this. So. I've jerked off to less. <laughs> uh, I'm from the 90s. We had the Sears catalog. Oh, the JCPenney's one, too. Especially during Christmas, it was a lot thicker. There were a couple see-through bras on there where yep. you saw them areolas. Oh! oh. But uh, anyway, so because of all that, and there was all those news media outlets, well, the 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 fans meaning the students and all that, and, like, whatever. They all wanted to show their support, and good for you. They ended up breaking the NCAA regular season, regular season volleyball attendance record then, right as soon as that uh, picture came out and video. Well, I'd, I'd want to see more. 
So I'll just tell you this. At I want to see, see the new recruits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, they usually, they usually at the Kohl Center, they, um, the Badgers usually play in Wisconsin Fieldhouse, sorry, where capacity is usually set at over 7,500, okay? <clears throat> but they decided to move that game that they had to the Kohl Center, and their regular season match against Florida came out at 16,833, which is a new NCAA <laughs> volleyball attendance record. Hey, I'll watch college volleyball or Olympic beach volleyball yes. any day of the week while I'm at a bar drinking we beer. We watched it last night when they played, uh, took on, uh, I forgot who they took oh, Illinois. Illinois. <clears throat> Some of these, like LSU's team I watched one night, I'm like, girls, I can get you you don't have to play this dumb love, sport. If you guys were here right now, you would see him. He's sitting there, he's holding his vape like he's, uh, you know, like Groucho Marx with a cigar. I can get you paid. I can get you paid. <laughs> More money than you're ever going to get with that stupid doctorate and fucking social sciences or women's studies. Yeah. <laughs> Just do what you did in that picture. Four hours a night. (laughs) I'll collect my cash, my little slice of the pie, and you're sleeping in my bed. Just get the OnlyFans, and there you go. Yeah, there were some. Can you send that to me? Yeah, I'll send that to you. So I can jerk off that? Sure. Uh, But no, uh, one of our other buddies said that there was a video with them twerking all naked in the locker room. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't give a shit. I have Pornhub. I, I mean, I'm not I'm not saying those couple of those girls aren't fucking porn worthy. No, it's there's just, a few uh, that are porn worthy. There were four. I picked yes. them out. <laughs> <laughs> They're in the old bank. Oh, you don't have to worry about it. No, I just sent you the I sent you the photo. So there Perfect. you go. But uh, like, I wasn't excited. At, like, if we have any of the uh, the girls that were in this picture that are listening to us right now, which feel- aren't, yeah, and they would fucking yell at us. We'll give you a free. Pig. We'll give you a free lighter. <clears throat> Hell, I'll. Oh man, I was about to say some real simp shit. I'll fucking buy you dinner, and you don't even have to talk to me. Um, <clears throat> you don't need. I respect the same- you. Yeah. I respect you so much. I'll leave you the hell alone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh fuck! She'll Te- have the red meat. Times two. Um, <clears throat> no, I, I forgot what I was saying. I'm high and drunk. Oh yeah. Somebody guy, some guy, uh, said he had the twerking video yeah. and I'm like, I'm not even excited to see that. Cause remember the, the celebrity leak, the fappening they called yeah. it or whatever. Like I was like, Oh, this is going to be something great. And you look at the photos and you're like, big fucking deal. Yeah. These ain't. You're like, when you're lo- used to growing up looking at penthouses and playboys, it's like, Jesus Christ, get some better light in these photos. I can't even see the cum dripping off your chin, Jennifer Lawrence. <clears throat> and how do I even know that's your butthole? You're not looking back at the camera, you dumb bitch. I just saw, actually, uh, I, I can't believe that nobody has ever thought about this. So I just think I saw probably one of the, the coolest and easiest Halloween costumes to ever have. It was a lady... 
wearing a just a regular shirt, but it was kind of like uh, cut down a little bit. V-neck and, or what? Yeah, like a V-neck. She had a name tag that said Eileen on it, and then she had cum, like fake cum on her tits and on her face. Come on, Eileen. <clears throat> I'd be like, we need to freshen up your outfit there. <sighs> but I thought it was a little bit, I mean, that's... It's not bad. Yeah, pretty easy to I do. I mean, uh, drunk frat boy isn't going to know what the fuck that is. He's yeah. <laughs> not smart enough. He just no, goes, oh, tits. Oh, yeah. And then he goes, she probably puts out, look at that jizz stain. And here um, she went to. All right, I got one more left. She went to Quick Trip for those glazers. <laughs> yeah, it should have been a Quick Trip uh, with her name tag on a Quick Trip uh, fucking shirt. Yeah. An apron. You want to open cards or you want to do Comedian of the Week? I don't know what you want to do first. We can do cards first. <clears throat> oh, no, here, I tell you what. We'll do a Comedian of the Week first, and then we'll do go with the cards. <clears throat> uh, right. It was my turn to pick. I picked TJ Miller. He's at the Skyline this week, uh, yesterday till Sunday. He's there. So I got a little bit of one. He uh, was talking about the most American invention <clears throat> ever made. If you don't know who TJ Miller is, have you ever seen uh, the movie Deadpool? He's the bartender in the bar that... Deadpool or she's uh, out of my to. league. That's an old comedy that I didn't think was that great. Justin Long or no? Uh, <clears throat> duh, he would the guy doesn't matter. Yeah, you look it up. <clears throat> and then he was also in. Uh, he was the voice of Yogi Bear in the animated Yogi was Bear he? movies. Yes, I that's how he that. made the most money is because he got really? the Disney contract money to what be the you, voice of Yogi Bear. You hear about? We were talking about that uh, many episodes ago. We were talking about. Um, the voiceover yeah, contracts uh, that they get? Uh, with uh, Brockmeyer. Uh, oh, H- Hank Azaria. Yeah, when he did, with Simpsons. All the voices he did on The Simpsons. All the royalty money that he got from that is more money than he made doing his entire other career. Yeah, is that just amazing? <laughs> but that's how T.J. Miller doesn't have to work the rest of his life because he's going to get those checks forever as long as there's a Disney channel. Yeah. Um. Although I did see some heated <clears throat> things that he just was on a podcast last week and he talked about how he would never work with Ryan Reynolds ever again. I think that's uh that's a bit. I, I, I was hoping that was a bit. Yeah. It, yeah, that's a bit. Because <clears throat> I'm assuming they well, that's right. Oh, I, I don't want to give away what the movie Deadpool. Never mind. Obviously, what? if anybody's ever saw Deadpool, it's like something <clears throat> wrong with you. He was in Deadpool too, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's that's a bit. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. So here we go. T.J. Miller with the most American invention ever made. It is, it is fine to describe women as young. That's fine. It's a very good adjective. It's a great descriptor. You know, look at all those young women selling Girl Scout cookies. Good for them. Young business women in the making. But it is not okay to repeat the word young twice. You can't do that. You can't be like, look at all those young, young women. Mm. And it doesn't work with boys either. You know, look at them playing soccer. Look at all those young, young boys playing soccer out there. Doesn't even work if you bookend it. You can't say it at the end either. You know, you can't be like, look at all those young boys playing young. That's even weirder, you know what I mean? My favorite American historical figure is George Washington Carver. Do you know 
George Washington Carver. He invented over a hundred things. The most important thing that he invented was peanut butter. You guys know peanut butter? It's one of the great culinary treasures of the Western world. If you invented peanut butter, would you keep it a secret? Would you? Just for a week? Your own little secret treat? Not even tell your wife? I would, you know? His wife's like, George, you want me to bring the jelly sandwiches down to your workshop? No, no, Martha, that's okay. I don't know if her name was Martha, but neither do you. <laughs> no, no, Martha, that's okay. Just leave them right outside. You sure you don't want me to bring the jelly sandwiches down to your workshop and watch you invent for a while? No, no, Martha, just leave them outside and I'll eat them without adding anything to them at all. <laughs> Certainly nothing that would immediately antiquate the idea of jelly sandwiches. But I like to think that like every, well, he's a great inventor and every great inventor is in a great relationship and like any great relationship, there has to exist transparency because the more things you keep from your partner, you know, the, the more obstacles there are to ultimate intimacy. You can't reach ultimate imp intimacy, ultimate impotency you can reach. Uh, <laughs> I've reached it many, many a time. Uh, but you can't, you know, everybody's looking for ultimate intimacy and that can only happen through ultimate transparency. Uh, so I like to think that Martha at one point could tell, you know, she was, George, you're hiding something from me. I know it. I can see in your eyes. What's the secret? Tell me, George. This is a safe place. And she's mad, but you got to admit, guys, if a woman's mad, the best get out of jail free card is that you've just invented peanut butter. <laughs> I mean, that's, you know, he's just, Martha, I know you're upset, but please come into the kitchen. I want to introduce you to a little friend of mine. His name's Peanut Butter. Not literally. That would be super weird if you came in and there was a small man and he was like, ah, I'm peanut butter. So it's a figurative. I know our dwarf friend, Philip Baker, goes by PB, but that's literally how I invented peanut butter. I want you to see it. It's in the kitchen. And, uh, you know, and she's yelling at him, George, you damn fool. You're trying to make butt out of something hot. What do you have? Two variations, one smooth and creamy, the other one with chunky peanuts in it, each equally delicious. And I, you know, he didn't even have to say anything. He just slowly pushed a peanut butter and jelly sandwich into her mouth, and then she just came. Just, ah! Oh! Oh. <laughs> <coughs> I only had about, like, three more puffs. But I'm feeling it. <laughs> and you're holding it again like you were, oh! <laughs> yeah, like you look Andrew like Andrew Dice, Dice Clay. Clay. <laughs> <laughs> Jack and Jill went up the hill to get a pail of water. I forget how it ends. Oh! Yeah, oh. No, uh, little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet, eating her curds and whey, when along came a spider and sat down beside her and said, What's in the bowl, bitch? <laughs> oh, shit. He is getting himself fucked up in two ways. Are you going to remember to watch that show yet tonight? Are you going to fall asleep? Oh, for asleep? sure. And it's going to be the best show ever now. But <laughs> I'm going to make popcorn the old just school say. way. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, hmm. fucking burn the popcorn. No, you got to be in. Your Wi-Fi doesn't work. <laughs> Everything just goes to shit. And, and I'll and be you're... fine. I'll just be like, well, this just shit happens, man. And then you're Leave just going to grab your Bob Ross little bottle <laughs> and just play with that for the next... <laughs> I'll try reading a book. It'll be two hours have gone by, and I'm still on the introduction. And all page. it is is the book is C-Spot Run. <laughs> I got some good ones up there. 
I want to read Cersei. There's a book called Cersei, C-I-R. I should have Big Daddy's Book Club. I wanted to do a little podcast oh. with two friends of mine, but they live too far away, but they're only, they're only people I know who read books. End of story. No, I was going to call it... Uh, oh, shit. Now I can't remember. <laughs> I had a good name for a... This almost reminds me of Half-Baked. <laughs> Reminder. Marijuana affects the brain. <laughs> remember that when he's like sitting there trying to remember shit? Oh, the little guy that lives in his bubble head? Yeah. No, I had a great uh, great title for a book review contest, which I think would be cool because you'd only have to do it once a month and be like you give like for say you start in January or December would be better because those are book reading months. Yep. Maybe even November. You started in November and you're done by May. That's a great Wisconsin winter fucking project. Yeah, because there's really nothing else going on. <clears throat> Maybe once every two weeks, depending on how long the book is. Anyway, you and the two other girls that I know that read the same kind of books I do, <clears throat> we'd all pick a book and then be like, all right, finish four chapters in the next two weeks. And then we'll talk about... And then the audience could listen along, or read along with you, you know, give them the book two weeks in advance so everybody can go out and get it. And then, sort of like a serial podcast. <gasps> Shit, talking about serialized podcasts. You know, like the podcast Serial, which was a long, sort of documentary. Yep. Holy shit! I've been like, there's one that I've been listening to for the last two years. It's like a horror genre. Um, it's like a campfire telling story, old ghost story things, except all the stories connect. Mm-hmm. Um, old Gods of Appalachia is the best old gods of appalachia appalachia the appalachian yep. mountains yep. um the first season i like this is the the podcast is like two years old i think three years old maybe even four years old anyway uh there's like 30 some episodes per season and so that first season like you have to listen closely but the guy's voice is great the narrator um, and then the different characters, voice characters they do like while the story's being told, just the way they do it is fucking great. It's great to listen to, and the episodes are like maybe thirty to forty minutes long, so it's not like so it's super that, yeah. long. It's not like you're listening to an whole audio book, right? <clears throat> but it sort of weaves in and out like a, a Tarantino movie where it's like. I'm going to tell you a little bit about this person, then I'm going to jump over here, and then by episode four, I'm going to come back to that person I introduced you in the first episode. One one really good movie that would be, that that would kind of be like that would be um, Death Proof. It went all different of the characters. Oh, and, and then it, two different stories with the same bad guy. Yep. Yeah, these are kind of like that, except there's a lot of bad guys, a few good guys, and then just... But it's sort of supernatural, like, uh, supernatural in the sense of, like, witches, um, werewolves, you know, vampires, that type of shit. But it's told in a way where it's, like, believable and not, you know, fucking cartoonish. Yeah. It's awesome. And so because I got introduced to that, they, they recommend a couple other, um, same type of storytelling podcasts. Uh, 
how do I explain it? Serialized, I guess, is how they categorize it. Like it's a it's the same as if you were binge watching a TV show like we we're talking about before. If there's ten episodes of the TV show, there's ten hours to this story. Well, there's thirty eight episodes at like a half hour piece, but everything connects in so it's good to binge. I haven't been binging because I've been listening to every episode as it comes out, and it comes out like every two to three weeks, yep. so you're just like, motherfucker. But they just finished uh, season three for Old Gods of Appalachia, but that's not the one I even want to talk about. I want to talk about the one I got introduced to from Old Gods of Appalachia, which is called Eliza, A Robot Story. Holy fist fucking Sally, is this a good serialized podcast story so far i think it's five episodes in right now everyone i know women are gonna fucking if they listen if you're a woman please listen to this podcast because i know you're gonna like it but everybody should listen to this just to get the perspective of what's going on in this story it kind of makes you realize and think and you know anyway but it has to do with science fiction technology, sort of Blade Runner style, uh, trying to make an AI robot and then taking that robot to the next level. And that's all I'm going to say about it so I don't spoil anything. That one's fucking phenomenal. And the same people who make that podcast started another one that I listened to the first episode that just to check it out to see if I was going to like it. And I fucking love it. Uh it's the it's some like Japanese name like Kuchikado. Um, if you ever saw the movie Pacific Pacific Rift, Pacific Rim, Rim, where they got the big yep. uh, robots to fight the monsters. The monsters were Charlie called, Hunnam was in it. Yeah, but the monsters are called something in Japanese like uh, oh. uh, Koichu or something. Uh, anyway, there's a video game by the same name, so they call it. Uh, here, I got it open on my Spotify. If I can just scroll down, I'll tell you the name of it. Because I'm not going to think of it with my high brain right now. <clears throat> Alright, here we go. Kaiju. Kaiju is the the name of those monsters, but I want to... Oh, you were right. The, the podcast is called... The story one that I'm talking about is called Kaiju Battlefield Surgeon. And I know that doesn't sound like you would like it, but here's a quick synopsis of the first episode. There's a guy who's an artist. He paints, and he gets hooked up with a guy. It's in the future, but not too far in the future. Uh, he sells his art like NFTs where it's a digital thing, but he also does you know regular art. That's He makes the digital copies of his physical art. He does you know all sorts of – he's getting pretty well-renowned. He's not famous yet, but he's like an up up and comer. Like, uh, remember Banksy when he did all that fucking uh, graffiti, and then they made a documentary about him. Yep. Imagine this guy's Banksy, but before the documentary got made about him. So he's very talented. He's starting to get you know recognition. So a big rich guy, and in this futuristic uh, layout, people are either rich or poor. There is no barely any middle ground. So he's a starving artist. This rich guy wants him to paint a mural on his apartment wall, which is a brick wall, 
of this game that he's working on. He's a software developer called Kaiju Battlefield Surgeon. And it's all VR. And but the the game is in like beta testing mode. He's like, I want you to go into the game and then I want to show you what I want you to paint on the wall. And the guy's like, this guy's sketchy. But, you know, he does it anyway, and he gets immersed in this VR. And what can I say about it that's not a spoiler? Let's just say he doesn't get to painting at the end of the episode. Anyway, it's fucking good. And I think the first episode's only 30 minutes long, but I kind of don't want to ever listen to it again until the whole season's done yeah. so I can binge it. <clears throat> because... Does it kind of make you think, like, when you're listening to these serialized, you know, uh, these, you know, stories on these podcasts that you wish they ever come out, out on, like, a show? Or are yeah, you glad see, that you're just visualizing yourself <clears throat> by listening? I mean, the visualization will never, because everybody's is different, is never going to match what's on screen sometimes. Right. People do it, though. There's some great directors who put it on the screen exactly how you envisioned it in the story that you read. Um, the first Iron Man movie. I was the most skeptical because I love Iron Man was well he wasn't my first comic book loved character it was actually his partner War Machine I bought those comics first War Machine was my favorite but then eventually you have to lead to Iron Man if you follow those stories and then Iron Man became my favorite comic book character my whole life because he didn't have superpowers he used that's probably why I went into IT he fucking he was a technology genius so I admired that. That's probably why I went to the IT. I just realized that. I'm a little high. <coughs> <coughs> a little self-introspection. <coughs> Anywho, where was I going with this story? I was very skeptical about them saying that they were going to make an Iron Man movie. I'm they're going to fucking ruin this. Yeah. They're not going to be... I'm like, they can't... Then I heard Tom Cruise was going to be Iron Man, and oh, I'm like, fuck God. this movie forever! I boycott, you yep. know, how people get outraged, but it was before Twitter, so no, your outrage was just in your head and you didn't act like an asshole online. So, and then I'm like, Robert Downey Jr. I'm like, who the, is that that fucking dude from... From the 80s movies? From, uh... uh, <laughs> uh God damn it, he wasn't on 21 Jump Street. No, was, uh, uh St. Elmo's Finer. St. Elmo's, Elmo's Fire. Fire. My sister loved that movie. So I'm like, that fucking guy? I'm like... Because I, I thought in my head the perfect uh, actor for Iron Man would have been Tom Selleck because he looked exactly... <laughs> I think they made the character in the 70s specifically look like Magnum P.I., <laughs> except with a crew cut. <clears throat> and his black friend, instead of driving a helicopter, got War Machine. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I was super skeptical of the movie. Right. I didn't even want to see it because I didn't want my childhood dreams ruined. And then I saw it, and I'm like, holy fuck, they nailed it. Like, when you read the comics in the, I want to say, mid-90s, when po when comics were at their height, yeah, and they came out with, like, the new suit of Iron Man, they fucking nailed it in that first movie. So I was like, holy fucking shit. So sometimes... If you get the right person, 
calling back to what we were originally talking about. <clears throat> if you can take it off the page and put it on screen as you saw it in most people's heads, you're a fucking winner. And they've been doing that with the comic book movies because I think just because they were pictures. There's pictures in comic books. If you take yes. a book, a novel that doesn't have any pictures, your brain is the only thing making the picture. So maybe that's why it's harder with stories like that. Um, <clears throat> but I don't know if they would do... Holy fuck, now that I think about it. If they did, I'm thinking of... Holy shit, there's a character in season one and season two in Gold Gods of Appalachia that everybody falls in love with when they finally run into him. If you could put that character on a screen, like, I don't know if you've ever seen on AMC, what was the, what was the railroad, um, show with the guy, he was helping build the railroad. It was like a race to get it done. Hell on wheels. Yes. Hell on wheels. Uh, Bohannon was the main character. There's a character that would fit in in that world and fit just with his with him. Mm, no, he wouldn't be this character, but I could see the character in the story being a villain in that show if it was a little bit more supernatural. That character and his voice and everything, because it's one actor. Like usually, there's uh, two or three people on the show, and they. They do the voices of all the characters. Yeah. Like Hank Azaria with The Simpsons. But this guy is a professional voice actor, and he plays this one character, and it's fucking eerie as shit, and it's perfect. I recommend you go listen to Old Gods of Appalachia just to find that piece of information out. But Eliza, Robot Story, I'm through right now, and this new one, Kaiju, Battlefield Surgeon... Sounds like it's going to be right, right up my alley, too, but I don't want to fucking listen to which it. I, which I don't blame you, because <clears throat> it seems like we're just getting... It seems like we're getting more spoiled now than it used to be, because now... We are so fucking spoiled. Because back then, you had to watch... If you if you fell in love with the TV show, there was no such thing as, as Prime Originals. There wasn't or any Netflix. streaming. Yeah. yeah. I and was so getting you, my Netflix and Blockbuster yeah. DVDs through the mail. So, I mean... It, DVDs, kids, every, are a thing. Every TV physical show. thing that you put in a player and it played a movie. Yes. But, I mean, every TV show you know, or series was on TV, and you had to wait until the next week. Okay? You couldn't just automatically... Where it is now, where it's like, oh. I'm going to watch three episodes of it and then get back to it in two days. Yeah. Yeah. We are for sure spoiled in that sense. Because you literally, I remember going uh, to, after I graduated tech college, I would go down to Platteville and visit Ryan and stay with him because I was going to certification classes in Madison. Mm -hmm. So I'd drive down to Madison. Instead of driving two and a half hours back, I'd just go another hour south. And then spend two days at that little uh, certification place. Yep. And on those days, it would always be a Tuesday. And on Tuesday nights on Fox, twenty four was on. Yeah, I remember you were. Yeah, you were talking about that. And that was appointment television. And that suspense, because there was no streaming, that suspense like carried through with you throughout the week. There was no youtube channel reviewing nope. every episode to give their take on something you basically had that take to yourself or to the people you were watching it with uh at the time that's why the internet kind of fucking sucks 
because it's like it took that feeling away from so many people are never going to know that feeling of watching an episode, having it be a cliffhanger, and then not getting any inside information from people who work on the set or the tweet out shit or make a YouTube video about, oh, this means this and that means that. You had to fucking keep it to yourself or whoever you were watching the fucking episode with. And you carried that on, so you were excited. Excited as fuck to watch it again Tuesday at 7 o'clock. So many people growing up now are never going to know what that feeling's like. Ever. Because everything's so fucking instant right now. Holy shit. I know. That's why I was pointing (laughs) to you before. Sorry, he was in the middle of talking. Uh, There's wrestling in the background and Natalie Hart, Natalia. Holy fist fucking Sally, that's a revealing. If you don't believe us. She usually doesn't put on a revealing dress. No. That's what. But if you ever look at her YouTube videos, the well, night her. Yeah, look at her, her and, and her sister. sister. They have got some giant cans, and they love showing them off. Her sister d- is doing OnlyFans. Is she? Yeah. Well, she's not going to get. That's a, no, she so, did. She got naked. Well, I'm going to look that up as soon as <laughs> we're done, because that's got to be on Reddit. Yeah, I would assume uh, so. She has got giant tits. Okay, so anyway, back Anywho. To- oh yeah, now I'm hey, the, now yeah. I'm watching women's wrestling in the background of my. <laughs> well, see, here's I the was thing. looking at see, you, now I'm looking yeah, at the TV. But but see, here's the thing. See, that's the kind of suspense he's talking about. He didn't see anything about this happening on <laughs> yeah, Twitter. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but yeah, you don't have the. Ins- that's why I don't like those wrestling yeah. YouTube because they're like, oh, if you're looking for spoilers, it's mm-hmm. like no, I that. You realize the word spoil means it's gone bad. It's yeah. not a good thing to do that. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's no it. spoilers anymore in anything in. I mean, look how I even remember as a kid. I mean, like you were talking about how you were upset. You got, you know, every Tuesday you made a thing of it, you know, for. Mm-hmm. And like I said before, with Sons of Anarchy, that was me. But you go all the way back. Think about how it was back in the 80s. I can remember when uh, Friday nights they always had Dallas and Falcons crest out. Who shot JR? Yeah. Okay. Who shot JR took over the country for a year. Yeah. Like or eight months. Because the culminate or the the cliff this was the biggest cliffhanger in TV history until like they started the Sopranos type shit. Yeah. Um, which was in the late nineties. J like uh, this oil magnate down in Texas, r- richest, you know, oil man in Texas. The cliffhanger was somebody shot him, but you didn't know if he died, and you didn't know who shot him, and that's how the whole season ended. And the next season didn't start like till eight months later. They were selling T-shirts called "Who Shot Jr." Yep. and like there was the country was in a frenzy. I remember in TV guy. I remember TV guy. Like who if you shot made the Jr. if you made the top, if you made the front page of a TV guide. May I remind you, we're talking about TV guides. For some of you that don't understand, you had to buy a TV guide every to know week. what was on TV. Yeah, because <laughs> you didn't have a channel guide <laughs> button, and also you had to know. Because... Oh, and then you had to go up and turn the knob, <laughs> <laughs> and then at my grandma's house anyway. You had to then because then you knew what you had to record on your VCR then. Oh yeah, you had you to could, set the, yeah, set you the could, t- date and time. I uh, did I in the channel. Did I say that I always recorded Beavis and Butthead because it was at <laughs> no, like you, you, one in the morning and my yep. parents wouldn't let me watch it. <laughs> like I was sixteen, we had just gotten Directv. Okay, or no, it was Prime, Prime something, and then it turned into Directv. 
I want to say it was a Prime Co, but I know that was a phone because it was in. Yes, it was. Uh, little Troy's straight balling. Yep. Record. Uh, holy shit, Natalia. <laughs> Those things are holy popping off. Holy fuck. Holy shit. Come on, titty. God damn, that is something special, Fox. Uh, uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> She's out. Okay. Uh, but them titties ain't. All right. Uh, you're talking about the uh, internet or the uh, the, the cable. <laughs> what the fuck the cable. is the internet? <laughs> the cable. It's like your dish. It was. Oh uh, yeah. So they were the, the literal country was in a frenzy for eight months because everybody was on the edge of their seat, not knowing who shot Jr. Yep. And yeah, there wasn't even. There were no dirt sheet type things. The best thing you could get was the variety newspaper out of Hollywood. And that was all rumors and bullshit, sort of like the National Enquirer. But yeah, nobody's going to know that feeling anymore. It w- they tried to bring it back, actually, in Netflix with that, uh, what was the what was the one that everybody dressed as last year? For They all had the same suits on and they were playing for the billion dollars in Korea. Uh, squid game yeah everybody dressed up as squid game they let one episode a week out of that they tried it out just to see if people would clamor back to watch it but they'd release it at like midnight and these fucking nerds would watch it make a youtube video about it by the time you got to work there's a youtube video saying can you believe what happened on episode three and you know kind of spoils it for you because you're like wait till i fucking get home yeah they should like release it between five and ten p.m. <clears throat> anyway, people are never gonna. <laughs> what are you watching? Well, uh, because uh, um, because if you think I, uh, <laughs> I totally lost my train of thought there. Who's high here, me or you? Uh, Spe- okay, wait a minute. Uh, Who are you? Let me. I'm gonna take another puff of this, and I'm gonna tell you the story. Okay. We t- I think we told it to you, but we forgot to mention it on the podcast when Robert was here. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Is this the one with uh, Dino? So, Dino came over one night where Robert didn't know what to do and he didn't want to go to the bar. So, he's like, you got beers in your fridge? And I'm like, of course I do. Uh, celebrate the farm. Or This one's for the farmers. Bush lights. But I think we had, oh, he brought like fucking, it doesn't matter what we drank. We were smoking off this thing, a little THC-O Sativa Delta 8. Is there an echo in my headphones? Is that just me in my head? That's in your head right now. (laughs) Okay. Anyway, we were puffing on this. We were having some drinks. But I was puffing on this more than I was drinking. And so was Robert. Dino partook in none. Well, no, he was drinking Bush Lights. But, like, I was really, really, really fucking high. And Robert's like, I gotta go to the bathroom. So he goes to the bathroom. As Robert leaves the bar, I'm sort of looking at my phone because it was the first game of the World Series. Or maybe the last game of the last NLCS. Um, Like, I'm looking at scores and I'm looking at DraftKings because we were figuring out what bets we wanted to do the next day. And Dino's looking through Snapchat and he's like, there's a baby kangaroo left at the lumberyard. And I looked up from my phone and I looked at him and he's still looking down at his phone. And I looked around <laughs> and I went, what? 
just like that. And he said, there's a baby kangaroo at the lumberyard loose. And I set down my phone and I went, how high am I? (laughs) And that's when Robert walked in and he's like, what? (laughs) It's like, I'm pretty sure Dino just said that there's a baby kangaroo loose at the lumberyard. And then Robert just laughed his ass off and Dino showed us a picture. Oh, yep. So I wasn't going out of my mind. No, you were not going out of your mind. But still a funny story. That, you had It's like one of those where you did have to be What were you here. looking at your phone that you were going to say? You were looking at something because I was like waiting for you to talk, and then you didn't. Um, Actually, I was, but you were, uh, I was uh, just putting in my DraftKings for... Oh, you Tomorrow. motherfucker. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, speaking of sports, well, but anyway, it's okay. over these goddamn cards. But anyway, because I, I, I got a text message then, too, on top of it, because tonight, I'm, I'm well, this uh, whatever, when we get done with this, I'm going to go home. I'm going to watch that on Roku. I just saw that came out today, the Weird Al Yankovic movie. Oh, yeah, I seen that was advertised. Yeah, so supposedly uh, I must have told my Roku <clears throat> to send a text it? to remind me. Or, yeah. Okay, yeah, go right to the uh, 1991 Upper deck. Upper deck, baby. I'm going to give all the Bengals cards to Nicky Mac. Yeah. So here's one. I'm so high I can't read. <laughs> Jim Breach, he's a kicker. Now you I'm can sure understand. A- now you understand why he's listening to these serialized podcasts because <laughs> he can't read. I can hear, but I can't read. Well, no, it took my eyes a little bit to focus. Yeah. Uh,. Colts linebacker, Jeff Hurd, nobody knows you. A charger, back in the Marion Butts days. But it's not Marion Butts, it's a running back by the name of Rod Bernstein. He's black, he doesn't look Jewish. The Bernstein Bears, get it? All right, Bears, Brad Muster, I remember him. Oh yeah, I remember that name. He was on Tech Mobile, wasn't he? I can't remember if he was or not. All right, Darren Cherry for the Chiefs. <laughs> Darren Cherry. Keith Sherman for the Eagles. He looks like, uh, what's his name from the program? The guy who did the steroids. Yep. Uh, Kent Hull, center for the Bills. This will complete my center's uh, collection. (laughs) Oh, my God. The best card in the deck. You know, we have these animated, it looks like a painting cards. Yeah. I I definitely got the best painting card. It is another other than... Colts quarterback, mullet-having motherfucker, Jeff George. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> mullet-having Jeff George. Made it sound like it was Joe Montana. Or, you <clears throat> he know. never had a mullet. John Elway had a mullet. But John so Elway. did Steve Craig, I think. Or Dave Craig. Dave I mean. Craig. Dave I don't Craig, know sorry. who Steve Craig is. Sorry. Maybe he sells Oldsmobiles. <laughs> sells Oldsmobiles <laughs> in Middleton, Wisconsin. <laughs> All right. Denver Broncos, Carl Mecklenburg. We've got... Oh, team MVP card, Jerry, Jerry Rice. Rice. I just saw, yeah. So you're looking pretty good right I now. Got two, I got two cards left. Okay. Who's this? Fran Tur- Mark Duper. We were just talking about the Marks Brothers and how Mark. We had uh, Duper last year. I, I had Duper a Duper went card to prison yeah. on the uh, cocaine we talked charges. talked about the story about that. Yeah. yeah. Guys, go look up Miami Dolphins and cocaine. There's some articles on there that you won't believe. All right, Mark Duper and the last one. Vikings quarterback, Wade Wilson. Oh, you got two two pretty good cards there. Two pretty, pretty, pretty good. All right, so here we go. All right. God, I think I'm getting old because near side, far side, whatever. 
See, that's what happened to me, and you're not even high. Sam Clancy of the not Indianapolis. Sam Clancy. Not 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 Tom not Clancy. Con- oh, another Rainbow Six. Another cult. Pete or sorry, Pat Beach. <laughs> Pete Beach. All right. Pete Bach. Okay, for the Eagles, Claude Simmons. Oh, he was good. Yeah. Gary Anderson. Hey. Saints kicker? Uh, Steelers. Cardinals. He was a Steeler first. Well, he was was with all those teams. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, we we know who he is, but, I mean, Charles Haley of the San Francisco 49ers. Hall of Famer Charles Haley. Mark Rippon of the Redskins. In 91, he was hot. Yep. All right. The other ones coming up. I mean high performance, not good looking. Kevin Mack, return of the Mack from the Browns. He was a running back. Yep. He was on Tecmo Bowl. Mike Pritchard, rated rookie with his Colorado Buffalo. All right. And Marion Butts. I just was talking about Marion Butts. Yep, Marion Butts. I want that card. All right. I'm going to take it. Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs, Kevin Ross. Holy shit. Check this one out here. Here, there, Green guy. Bay Packers safety, Mark Murphy. Oh, safe. I thought you were. Thought you, Mark in my Murphy. head, you said center. And then Heath Sherman of the Eagles. Hmm. It's kind of a tie. I was going to say, it's kind of a tie. Is that where we go like rock, paper, scissors, or we just give each other a free. No, we'll go rock, paper, scissors. Okay. I don't like ties. All right, two out of three or just best of the one? Two out of three, motherfucker. Okay, ready? One, one two, two three. three. You had a rock? Yeah. Okay, so I I got one. Oh, you had paper? I had paper. Uh, one, one, two, two three. three. All right. I get another win right there. Fuck you and your face and your That's stupid. for that hot chip challenge that will happen at the end of all these decks. Yeah, but it doesn't mean nothing to me. Well, to you, you're you're just waiting for. Um, and also, as you know, if that comes down to it that I have to take it, I'm having the milk right by me. I wouldn't do that. Why? Because hot. Let me explain something to all you hot sauce newbies. Well, I'm not saying I'm a hot sauce newbie, but well, this is a myth. It's a stupid myth. Okay. And if you just think about it logically, why it's not a good idea. Capsaicin is what's in hot peppers. Right. So it makes your mouth sting. Guess what it does to your stomach? It tightens mm. it up, closes it. And what does milk do? Uh, it makes you shit. So you're going to shit fire real goddamn quick if you try <laughs> drinking a bottle of milk. And what does milk do? Makes you shit. It does. That's why people have lactose that's why, intolerance. That's why Aaron Rodgers got rid of dairy. So he doesn't have to shit on the playing yeah, field. Exactly. Um,. If you drink a lot of milk, you're going to shit. And if you mix that with fucking hot peppers, what do you think that's going to be like? It's going to be ten times worse than if you just ate it without taking any liquid whatsoever. Because all water or any liquid, all it does is move it around in your mouth. Instead of having one hot spot, it just makes your whole mouth hot now. Now you can't breathe. Congratulations, you're an idiot because some asshole said, yeah, milk cools it down. So does ice. But it doesn't take it away. You just have to live with the heat for 30 minutes. It's not fun, but it's kind of fun. <laughs> that'd be, oh, that'd been I mean, a great, I'm kind of a sadist. That, that would have been, been a great Nolan Ryan saying right there. Live with the heat. Live with the heat. 
You got to break on through to the other side. Oh, another Jim. There's Jim Morris right there. What else you got? Uh, oh, yeah. I talked about fast. Uh, we had our uh, scary Bloody Mary crawl more last Sunday. So that was pretty cool. Went good. Did it? Yep. It went really well. Du- I didn't uh, see any as double, many pictures this year. Double Vision was the winner of the favorite Bloody Mary. Did uh, anybody do it? Was it just regular Bloody Marys or did people do stupid shit like um, putting a pulled pork sandwich on top? No, I think they only, uh, well, with Lumberyard, Lumberyard, they gave you one full cup of all condiments that you could take out, whatever, and use. But, I mean, they had Nooski's bacon or Nooski's uh, sausage. See, but they theirs. don't do that on every. Uh, yeah, exactly. That, if, you have to serve what you normally serve yeah. is what the rule should be. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. Because if I come, then I'll be like, oh, I'm going to come tomorrow and get the same thing. Yeah. Oh, we don't, no, no, we don't do that. Well, yeah. they don't put out fucking million-dollar bacon. That's what they do at all those Bloody Mary crawls. They don't even just like. uh not the uh, Green Bay one that I was on. Really? Everybody just had. Pickle, I think it was a rule. Pickle olives, that's a or pickle celery olives. And they had to use their original whatever they whatever was vodka. Every cup to every bar you went, the only condiments you got were pickle celery olives. Hmm. So they must have made that a rule because it was just like pick your best fucking. I don't know what accent I'm doing. Pick your best. <laughs> pick your best fucking. <laughs> Bloody Mary, everybody makes it the same. It's just they use different, you know, Bloody Mary mix or different ratio to whatnot and who's it. So that's how they should do it around here. And on the bus, which I still think is a good idea, they had little mini cans of Bud Light. So you could finish a mini can of Bud Light by the time you got to the next bar. How many bars were in that one when you went on it? Like 13. I only made it to like six. I was going to say, how big were the bloodies? Like ounce, eight ounce cups, eight ounce cups. Which or is, no, 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 no. It was a full pint. Oh, duh. because those are the rough ones. Because we we started at Richard Craniums, <laughs> yeah, on Broadway, and then we went down to the two bars right down the street. One is famous for their Bloody Marys, but I didn't think that was very good at all. We only meant to like six bars, and I was hammered. So yeah, usually yeah, when you get those pints, because we did that the or that happened the first year, the last year, and you couldn't even after the second one you couldn't even take any more down. It was just really too tough. Now this year we went with the, I think there were eight ounce. They were either eight or ten ounce glasses, the plastic yeah. cup, and it was a lot better. Yeah, because then you can have six Bloody Marys because that's the only the equivalent to like two and a half. Yeah. So I mean, no, it went it went really well though. And people were like, kind of like, what's going on in what's going on in Bondwell? Why are there like so many people like dressed up, and why is like downtown look so packed? The Packer game isn't until tonight. Like you put that on Facebook, really? Who did that? No, uh, there was people that were like wondering what's going on in Bondwell. Why is there so many cars parked on the street? Like you know how it is. It's yeah, almost but like who people who aren't in the know. That's for sure. Yeah, and what. What's your problem, fella? Exactly. What's what's it to you? Yeah. Are you mad because you weren't invited? I mean, everybody was invited. It's just that you had the opportunity to go or not. If you're on Facebook, I mean, which and, everybody is. Well, if you if you're on Facebook making the complaint, you would about the downtown area. You would think that you would be on Facebook, part of the downtown area <laughs> businesses, yeah. and you would know what's going on. You foolish boy. <clears throat> yeah. Whatever. Fuck those people. 
Fuck them. Um, what else we got? Um, the uh, the Phillies are gonna come back and win it all. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Astros we'll find won out. that. Oh, that was a nail biter last night. Yeah. Astros beat the Phillies three to two, and now they lead the series three to two. Three to two on their way back to Houston. Game tomorrow night in Houston, which the Phillies will win. Uh, Bryce Harper home run, game winning home run, and then it takes it back to Philly. No. Or no, they're done. They don't now. do it that way. No, it's that's why they had the three games there because they have the two and then the oh two three two. Yep. So last two games are in Houston. That's fine, Phillies. Look at you, you were just you, talking about. Look at that. Bam! It's like run no, your it's mind. On, it's on the tele tele That could be me. something about maybe that help with the power ball. <clears throat> I'm clairvoyant. We're gonna win, and the power ball is gonna be twenty three. Oh. I'm going to say the Powerball is going to be 12. It's going to be 23, and we're going to win. Or one of us is going to win. They should have Marv Albert actually do the uh, – I hope I win it like, awesome? with one of the tickets yep. I bought by myself so I could just take care of you guys and just give you a salary and you don't have to deal with the <laughs> more money, more problems that I'm going to have to deal with. <laughs> oh, great. So you're going to be like the government? And you're yeah, I'll me. tell you what you can do with your money. <laughs> You ain't going to work today, and you are only getting a thousand dollar per diem a day, dude. If if I if, if I want it, and then like it's just like, don't I'm buy not, an island, dude. You you rent. I told you this before. You don't own shit when you're rich. You rent shit. You own a couple things that you're gonna spend most of your time. You don't buy vacation homes. You rent vacation homes. You don't buy you don't a woman. Buy, you don't <laughs> you buy rent women. a woman. You rent women. You don't buy <laughs> islands. You rent them. Because after three days, you're like, I'm bored of this shit. Let's go back to Wisconsin and ice fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It, people overthink that shit way too much. Be like, just keep all your money in a fucking sock under the bed and just take out when you want to go on vacation like how they did back in the day and guess what that bed uh gains interest and it's called goldman sachs <laughs> all the uh there's a lot of or especially way way before we were born a lot of them did not believe in banks putting money in banks so they all kept it themselves and when they pass away <laughs> they found mayonnaise jars dug in the <laughs> yeah. backyard so there was oh, a lady that was oh, actually money. literally here in town when she yeah. passed away, she literally drove a car until the axles <laughs> fell out, okay? When she passed away, her family went into her house and started going through all of the stuff. They were knocking down walls and finding – I think they found like over 800 – I was 800. just going to make that. That's why I was laughing. Yeah. Daddy keeps money in the walls because he doesn't trust banks. <laughs> yeah. Kind of be like Eddie from uh, National Lampoon's. But yeah, that, I mean that's how it was. I mean they even said, or I even heard. I remember when I was younger, I would hear, "I don't trust banks." Yeah, well, they all died poor anyway. But if you're smart now, <clears throat> since everything else is going up, interest rate and all that, you can put your money in CDs because CD percentage is going up now again. Dude, if you got, you can buy into that. Like, you ever get those letters in the mail called like yep. Lending Tree? Yep. Where you can get a personal loan for so much for an interest rate that's usually lower than a credit card. That's just rich people investing. That's all it is. Uh, so if you put, and I looked up the rates that you usually get, it's between 3 and 3.5. So if you will put $100 million in one of those CDs? accounts uh, yeah. for that lending tree at 3.5%, that's a minimum of $3.5 million you're making in interest for the year, and it's compounding. 
and even after taxes, you're still going to have like one and a half million. You're telling me you couldn't, you couldn't give yourself a million dollar or a hundred thousand dollar a month allowance to live on? Because <laughs> if I can't do that, I might as well give it all away and go back to my regular job because I'll never be happy anyway. <laughs> I was thinking the other night, I'm like, what if I gave myself a ten thousand dollar a month allowance just in cash to spend around, you know, wherever after I've moved away for a few months and everybody forgets that I'm rich. Like just to go out and be like, Oh, I'm going to drive up to fucking Hurley and go to all the strip clubs. 10 grand should be enough. You know, for, and, a, for a month. Yeah. It's, you go to a strip clubs in Hurley and you're probably going to come back with like maybe $3,000 left. Oh, I thought you were going to say chlamydia. Well, you're gonna come back with chlamydia. You don't have to pay for chlamydia; it's <clears throat> free. Just get a koala, um, <laughs> or a kangaroo. No koalas, the only ones who carry that chlamydia. Oh, see, I did not know that. Yep, I got to start watching Animal Planet more. No, I heard this from uh, somebody had it as a bit in one of their stand-up specials. I forget who. Anyway. He's like, don't make jokes about it, right? And he'd be like, make jokes about what? He'd be like, you know how koalas have chlamydia? He's like, I did not know that. Now I do. Tell me more, please. <laughs> and it turns out that most koalas have chlamydia, but it's not the same strain as chlamydia as humans get, so don't go thinking some guy fucked a koala. And that's why we all have <laughs> That's chlamydia. how it all started, allegedly. <laughs> I mean, they are pretty cute, and they don't move much, but... <laughs> Neither do women who are tied up. As long as they have some bamboo to chew on. Or eucalyptus <laughs> leaves. That's what they chew on, eucalyptus leaves. What the fuck are you even talking about? Do we have anything left in the show? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Well, like, we're just going to leave it at this. That. Uh... Well, what do we got going okay, on? Here. Coming up next week is uh, Robert's birthday. Yep, Robert's birthday. And then Saturday, we'll probably do, we'll do the podcast. We'll and try. Then we'll try. And then Sunday is the Packer party. And I'm making squirrel chili. Yeah, which I was going to tell you. <laughs> So you said you were getting the cheese too, right? Yeah, I just got okay. it today. Okay. Uh, do you have smaller... A nacho cheese fountain. Do you have uh, smaller crock pots or something that they can go in? Yeah, that one. Okay. All right. That's I just and funny. then I'll just leave the can out there, so if we get low, we could just add more processed cheese. Then how are you doing the, how you doing the, uh, the chili? I just told you it's made out of squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm gonna make that myself. Okay. I was gonna ask you. Well, I'll me and my buddy at work will eat all the squirrel chili this week, and then I'll have the crockpot okay. cleaned out and ready. And I've got hamburger for uh, making Texas style chili that goes on a chili dog. Yep. And we'll have your dogs, my chili, and my cheese. And then I've got some uh, chips too for the. And I got Packer giveaway stuff, so I figured... You need what 10 I'm, liners? Because I got a ship. Yeah, out. well, I'll have to find out, yeah. Because I figured do two, 10 liners for you Every know for quarter. money. But then I'm also going to do like $2 a line, 10 liners for what Packer stuff What I'm asking is, do away. you want mine? Because I got a shit ton. Sure. Okay. We can we can take that next week. I don't need it right away. Oh, yeah. Sunday is not... No, Packers play Sunday. at noon. This week. Correct. Excuse okay. me. Fuck, I don't know what's going on anymore. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's end it on a high note. Oh! oh! You see what I just did there? Dice. That's called a pun, people. The dice man. Yeah, all right. Hey, BD, good show. What's in the bowl, bitch?
can stick it, brother! <laughs> <laughs>